You're listening to the Pro Wrestling Coalition podcast with Jimmy T. Special guest, Kevin Castle. As now the coronation begins, let's take you up to Doc Hendricks. Doc, go ahead. All right, ladies and gentlemen, the fourth prestigious King of the Ring, Stone Cold Steve Austin, an incredible victory. The first thing I want to be done is to get that piece of crap out of my oh, ring. Come on. Don't just get him out of the ring, get him out of the WWF. Because I've proved, son, without a shadow of a doubt, you ain't got what it takes anymore. You sit there and you thump your Bible and you say your prayers and it didn't get you anywhere. Talk about your Psalms, talk about John 3.16. Austin 3.16 says I just whipped your ass. He is stone cold. Come on, that's not necessary. All he's got to do is go buy him a cheap bottle of Thunderbird right, and it. try to dig back some of that courage he had in his pride. As the king of the ring, I'm serving notice to every one of the WWF superstars. I don't give a damn what they are. They're all on the list, and that's Stone Cold's list, and I'm fixing to start running through all of them. All right, Stone Cold Steve Austin. And his remarks 1996 WWF King of the Ring. I've got Kevin Kessel. How are you, man? Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, good to be on here. Yeah, great to join you tonight. It's weird to be back on Mondays, my first Monday in a few weeks since I went nomad and I'm not on Mondays anymore. So, uh, yeah, it's it's good to be on Mondays. Good to join you for the first uh, inaugural podcast. And uh, my co host, I've got the handsome Reaper himself, Spiro. What's up, brother? What's going on, man? All is good in the hood here. Kev, man, it's an honor to have you on the show, and especially as the first guest as well. No, I appreciate honor, man. it, man. No, no, no problem, man. I'm glad to do it. Glad to be here. So let's get into Raw anyway. But um, what do you think of Raw tonight? Yeah. I'll let you guys go for it, and then I'll, I'll chime in, Spiro. Take, the, take, take it. I'll let you guys I'll hear what you guys got to say first. Whoa. Well, listen, man, to be honest, man, I, I did not watch Raw tonight. I got to be honest. I haven't watched Raw, but I'm going to say this. I, I have been paying attention to what's been going on, and um, I might start watching again because, to be honest, I think they finally did something they should have done five years ago, and I think that Roman Reigns as heel is money. So I'll probably start t- tuning in now, you know? Well, that's pretty much the only good thing I think that's going on right now in the whole of WWE. Yeah, I think uh, that's, I mean, for SmackDown. Yeah. I mean, tonight raw made a lot of, I think good, good changes. They, they took a lot of uh, SmackDown's best guys. I was just going to say they, that they, <laughs> they drafted them over to raw. They took AJ styles, uh, Matt Riddle, Jeff Hardy. They took uh, a lot of, lot, a lot of the top, the real good wrestlers, uh, the real good workhorses they took from the heart of that lineup. I thought SmackDown kind of got the short end of the stick, but I think that with Roman Reigns on a hot streak now, the ratings are pretty good. They did almost 3 million people last week. Uh, Roman is drawing as far as viewers go. Uh, the, the heel character is working. Um, so I think they're putting it all on his back, and maybe that's the way it should be. They need to, to have a focal point star, which they haven't had since John Cena. 
and Roman's that guy. And uh, again, I think they're happy with the ratings and I think they thought they could spare some people, but they took a nice chunk of, uh, I was surprised that it's really not equal. Raw got a lot of the top talent. SmackDown has some decent guys, but they really decimated the SmackDown roster and brought them over to Raw. But Raw needs the help. Quite honestly, Drew McIntyre is a good champion, but he's not a draw and he's not an attraction. Not yet, you know, and we'll see when crowds come back. But as far as ratings goes, Raw's ratings are still pretty bad. But I think uh, AJ and Jeff Hardy are going to help the ratings a little bit on Monday. Well, now that you bring up AJ, actually, what's up with him always switching over back from Raw SmackDown Back and forth. I kind of don't like that. You know what I mean? I think it's uh, the Paul Heyman thing is real. He's got problems with Paul Heyman. He does not want to be on the same show as Paul Heyman. That's why he switched back over to Raw. He does not. They have some real problems, those two. I, I really, it's uh, it's very strange. AJ doesn't have any problems with anybody. Paul Heyman, he does not want to be on the same program as Paul Heyman, whether Paul's in charge or not. Paul's just a, a manager over there. He's not in it charge too. of the book. So it's weird. Uh, AJ has a real vendetta against him. It's it's very weird. It really is. AJ feels Paul tried to sabotage his career. And, uh, you know, some of these guys, they, they hold on to a grudge like Grim Death, man. And there's the AJ Styles is just, uh, he'll get his way because he's a big star. But if he was any other guy, uh, WWE would tell him to suck it up and grow up. You know what I mean? Style, you know, you got to be a team player. We're not going to switch you back and forth because you don't like Paul. You know what I mean? That's kind of ridiculous. Yeah, and it yeah, didn't didn't AJ Styles have some kind of heat with uh, CM Punk at some point? I think he did. I think um, CM Punk uh, called AJ out for um, something AJ had said. I don't know if it had to do with uh, politics or Trump or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, where, where AJ is, everyone kind of knows he's a conservative, religious person. He doesn't talk politics. He's a right wing guy, but he doesn't really talk about it too much. But CM Punk had uh, kind of tried to shame him, and uh, AJ had said, you know, he has no respect for CM Punk. He's a quitter, and a guy who qu- who's a quitter, he doesn't want to hear from. You know, you, you took your ball and went home. I don't need to answer to you. You know, he called CM Punk basically a quitter. So he's like, when, you know, you gave up on the business, so you don't have a say, you don't have a say in the business anymore. Go be a UFC fighter. You're not in wrestling anymore. <laughs> yeah, and we all saw how, how that turned out, you know. Yeah, I think, again, I, I think, you know, putting anybody on blast. I mean, again, I, I, I watch wrestling for what it is. I, I don't base how I like people on, Oh, they, they agree with how I vote. Right. Oh, they, they're the same background as me. I, I want to like the person, but I'm, I'm all about uh, liking the character. And if they uh, put on a good performance and entertain me, I, I don't care what they do in their, their regular life. I think people get too caught up with wanting some sort of perfection idol uh, that, that echoes everything they believe and everything it's wrestling. You know I mean? Come on. That's right. I mean, even back, back in the seventies and eighties, you don't want to know the, I mean, gee, the drugs and the debauchery that yeah. were going on, there were, there were no heroes to look up to back in the seventies and early eighties. <laughs> right. Even Hulk Hogan, when you see what he was all about behind the scenes, you yeah. almost feel like a fool, like, you know, rooting <laughs> for him, you know? So again, it's, you got to watch it, take it for what it is. And it's, it's weird when older men get all unhinged about it. It's not even the young fans it's like the older fans you know it's like you know they want you to be this uh perfection human being and i haven't met a saint yet in the wrestling industry yeah that's 100 percent, man it's true i mean I'm, I'm not gonna lie i was a hulkamaniac growing up in the 80s as a little kid like i'm, I'm 38 now but uh sure, hey, yeah. i mean at the end of the day i'm not gonna be in denial about that but with aj um so you think the the thing with him and Heyman is a shoot 
Oh yeah, yeah. That's that. There's definitely a big problem between the two. It's not. It's no work at all. It's uh, deep but rooted uh, hatred on AJ's part. I think Paul tries not to say anything. I think Paul probably figures he can't win, and that's because you know. Let's be honest. Most people are probably going to side with AJ, and Paul's like you know he's a manager. Paul's in his fifties. He doesn't want to fight with AJ. I think AJ's fighting uh, by himself this battle. Paul never says anything. He keeps his mouth quiet. If this was ECW years ago, Paul would have said something. Oh, but not anymore. Sure. Not yeah. anymore. Right. Yeah. yeah. No doubt about it. So, what do you think of Raw anyway, Kev? Uh, you know, again, I watched it because I knew I was going to be doing the show tonight. I I haven't done a Monday in a few weeks, so, oh, so you, I you actually, you yeah, I haven't paid attention to. It. Yeah, I took <laughs> notes and everything too because I got I'm, I was like back in the saddle, you know, like uh, doing Mondays for 13 years in a row, and then true, about true. two months ago, uh, coming to a, a halt, an abrupt All halt. Right. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, um, so I got like, it's right back into the old swing of things. That's why as soon as I, people like, oh, you're doing Monday again. Well, yeah, I'm saying in a different show, but it's the same concept. I take notes and notice the things to comment on. I wasn't sure exactly what we were going to talk about, but obviously, uh, you know, nothing major came out other than the draft and, and nothing really major. I mean, the, the big guys, the champions wound up staying in the divisions that they're supposed to rain stays on SmackDown McIntyre stays on raw. They didn't incorporate NXT into this draft at all oh, yes, this time. They didn't. That's right. No, no. They 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 kept uh, NXT. I even thought uh, um, our friend uh, Karen Cross might get drafted, but uh, he had told me they weren't moving any NXT talent. So I kind of knew that in advance. Oh, really? But yeah, wow. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's out injured, but he should be back yeah. in the new year. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I, no, no big surprises. The, the only thing, like I said, Matt Riddle being moved. I know Matt's got some heat down on SmackDown with some people who don't want to work with Clear him. Heat. Yeah, he does. I mean, uh, Seth Rollins now doesn't Seth Rollins now has a beef with Matt Riddle that just came uh, up. The other actually, day. That's good that you brought yeah. that up because that is the most stupidest crap. I mean, Seth Rollins is no saint, man. Like, no, didn't a certain dick pic come out like not too many years ago? Yeah, he was engaged to somebody, cheated on her with a, a, a trainee at NXT who was the girl who had the swastikas uh, tattoos and uh, the swastika memorabilia all over her bedroom. And uh, I think that's strange that, uh, you know, I've listened, Matt's wife, uh, who I, I've I've had some interaction with Lisa. She's, she's oh, really? a cool chick. Yeah, she's a cool chick. That's and cool. Uh, I, she just was, I think she just posted. We all tweet and regret things that we tweet and we try to, you know, we even say, oh, what were we thinking? And I think she put up a tweet and she was basically talking about the leg and the glutes and of the women in wrestling and they need to do more squats and work on their legs. And she said something about Becky Lynch and that was probably the worst thing she could have yeah, said. But I think Jesus. she was, you know, I think it was like a ha-ha and it didn't go over. And then they're like, who are you? Your husband is nowhere near Seth's level. And then they start attacking Matt when it was just Lisa talking about Becky, but they're going to attack the men. So Matt got involved. Matt didn't say anything. So Seth took that as you should have made your wife apologize to Becky. Matt didn't. So now Seth has no love for him. And now Seth absolutely refuses to work with Matt and says he has no chance of Matt Riddle and him will not wrestle if he has any say in his career at all. That So they moved Matt to fucking raw. I mean, this is unbelievable. I mean, AJ basically, called his own shots and now Seth's calling his own shots over on SmackDown they had to move people around for these two guys who have grudges against people I mean I'm really silly, surprised Vin- Vince is putting up with that I'm but, but, but it, again I, I think at this point that you know Seth and AJ they don't want to lose them or, or have them sit out their contract and go to AEW I think that's the last thing Vince no. wants 
So I think they got they got him up against the wall. But now anybody can pull this shit now. I mean, what if uh, Braun Strowman all of a sudden doesn't like, uh, you know, doesn't like uh, Dolph Ziggler's face anymore? I don't want him. I don't want him. I don't want him in the locker room with me. I mean, they, they, this is what happened with the click back in the day with yeah, Kevin Nash and Shawn Michaels. You can't let this get out of hand. Yeah. But, but those guys, they were all stars, though, man. I mean, they am were I yeah. the only one. Am I the only one that doesn't see what what? other C and and like Seth Seth Rollins and Braun oh, Strowman. No. I mean, I get it. He has that look. He's a huge guy. But at the end of the day, he's not really, you know, I just don't see it, guys. You know, I, I don't know how, how these guys are fucking stars. I mean, are there even any stars these days really? No, I think I think Reigns. I think Reigns is the only Aside one. Aside from like Reigns, yeah, but probably right. not. No, I mean, they 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 were hoping for Matt Riddle, but now Matt Riddle's got uh, caught a case now with this girl uh, suing him. You know, for for those sexual accusations, she's suing WWE, she's suing Vince McMahon, and she's suing Gabe Sapolsky from Evolve, <laughs> for who was his former employer, Matt yeah. Riddle, before he yeah. came up. So now it's a big lawsuit. So this could hinder Matt from getting pushed. Carrying Cro Cross, they're really banking on as a big star. Yeah, he's still out injured. I, he's their best hope. And not just because he's a friend of mine, but he, no, no. I, I knew that he was going to be something a while ago. I mean, I, when they signed him, they, they got, uh, you know, they got the right guy, you know, AEW, he, he made the right call because WWE can make him the star that he needs to be, but, uh, he just got a freak injury. I mean, WWE just has this dumb luck, uh, with some of their, with some of their guys, but yeah, you look at that roster and you're like, I don't know. I mean, even you know AJ and Jeff Hardy, they're in their mid forties now. I mean, their exactly. careers at the their careers on the decline. It's not on the rise. They should be putting guys over at this point. That's really what they're there to yeah. do. You know, I mean, Chris Jericho is a rare guy. You don't get a fifty year old too often who's going to be still a top guy. Usually, at that point, they're putting guys over. Well, that shit that's going on is actually affecting the product. They're pulling power plays, man. Yeah, I mean, that's really what it is. I mean, um, because, again, they don't want to – listen, AEW is only a threat to NXT on Wednesdays. If you, yeah, put yeah. AEW, you put AEW up against SmackDown, SmackDown's getting almost 3 million viewers. AEW <laughs> does 800,000. That's <clears throat> SmackDown gets three times more ratings. So, I mean, it's they're, they're going against the third brand, you know, the, the farm system. And there's no what's, – what's the big star in NXT, Finn Balor? I mean, Finn Balor's <laughs> a star, but Finn was never a draw. No, I mean, Finn, no. hasn't, Finn hasn't brought ratings to NXT since he's been down there. I mean, the ratings are really, uh, they're struggling at NXT right now. There's massive injuries in NXT. Finn Big broke time. his jaw. Yeah, he's got a broken jaw. Crosses out. Uh, someone else is injured there now. Like, oh, um, what's his name? Ridge Holland. Uh, who they had, who they're trying to make little Brock, mini Brock Lesnar. And he's <laughs> injured. He's going to be out for like a year from what I was told. Uh, he's got like that Sid. Remember when Sid broke his uh, leg About in the, the ring? Time? Yeah, back yeah, Ridge, in uh, WCW tournament. Yeah, Ridge has an injury that's as bad as that. So Just he's going to be out for about a year. Yeah, for oh. about a year. And they, they were putting the gas behind that guy. I mean, he had jumped uh, Undisputed Era, and he was supposed to be this henchman, and they had a whole angle for him. And it's all out the window now. Uh, so they have Damian Priest, who's kind of like the new version of Scott Hall, if you guys have seen him. Yeah, see, and uh, I, I agree with you. Yeah, P Punishment Martinez, you're talking about. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, of course, I, I'm a big fan of his. And funny enough, I agree with you when you said, like, the next Scott Hall, but I'm hearing people call him the next RV, RVD. I don't I don't see it. I don't get that. Yeah, people come back because I, I don't even get the idea. He's, he's clearly influenced by Razor Ramon and, and uh, Scott Hall, but he's actually, he's actually in fact, a Latin and not an Irish-German yeah, guy. Yeah, he's Puerto Miami. Rican, isn't he? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's, from, yeah, he's actually yeah. originally from New York, and he yeah, grew yeah. up in Puerto Rico, grew That's up in the right. Bronx. 
But uh, he's a good, but he's also 37 years old. I didn't know he was that yes. old. He's be 38. I, I was shocked. Yeah. I only found that out recently. And I was like, what? Yeah, he's uh, he's going to be 38, so he's up there. I mean, again, you know, uh, wrestling uh, right now in your prime, it's probably between 35 and 42, like yeah. you can get. But if, it, if this was baseball, football, any other sport, these guys would be on their way down, but <laughs> not anymore. Matter of fact, they don't have too many guys in their 20s. Uh, most, most of the guys at this point are in their mid to late 30s, early 40s in both companies, AEW and uh, WWE, you- uh, because there's not really any new young kid stars. I mean, you got that... Uh, you might have uh, what's his name, who, who's a young kid, uh, Mysterio son, Dominic. Oh yeah, Dominic. Yep. Yeah. You, you know, but other than that, there's no 22, 24 year olds in that company. So, what's your opinion of of Dominic there? Oh, mine. I I think he's 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 good kid. He's not trying to live off his bad. He's not trying to be his dad. Obviously, look at him. He's a foot tall right. and his dad. Yeah. He, He's this lanky kid. He'll probably grow into his body. Like he, he, he doesn't have much of physique. He looks like a regular guy, like a regular kid, like a college uh, baseball player or something. Yeah, he's um, still young, yeah. He, he, yeah, he's still young, but he's got talent and he's not trying to, you know, I, everyone's like, oh, I should wear a mask. I'm like, no, nah, he should not wear a mask. No, I, I don't think he should wear the mask. And if he chooses not in to, America, nah, <laughs> if he chooses to do that down the road, that's fine. It's funny. We sometimes forget that we actually know what Ray Mysterio looks like, but it's yeah, been yeah, so right. long. That he's fooled us again into saying, you, you want to see him without the mask, but you actually can go online and see him without the mask anytime you want. You yeah, know, it's but true. it's he's got the mystery back in the last 10 years with the mask, you know? I've met Ray back in 2000 when uh, when WCW came down. Yeah, I went to a Nitro taping here, which was, was pretty bad. And seriously, back then I was like 18. He's pretty short in person, you know what I mean? Yeah, I got to see WCW. When did me and my brother go? I think we went in '98 when it was still. Oh, it was that would have been bat- <laughs> It was. Yeah, I was battling W. They were like neck and neck with WWE, but WWF back then. Yeah. Um, but but again, it's a, it was a different type of show. We just went there to go there. We were like, I hate to say this, but we're like Team WWF. We we just can't. We couldn't go over to the other side. We like all wrestling, but we always felt like we were home team WWF guys because again, we grew up with WWF. So WCW to me was always the second brand, just to me, just in general. Yeah. Um, I you know I died by two thousand. It was so dead in the water. Oh, and quite honest, quite honestly, that's what AEW reminds me of. Is old is the ailing WCW. Every time I watch AEW, it just reminds. Oh. Yeah. Me, reminds me of the the uh bad days of wcw everyone tells me what are you talking about it's a new promotion yeah. i'm like well because i hear tony shivani and, and and these old voices and taz and i just again they're supposed to be new but yet they're using old wwf cast-offs you know what i mean so jack yeah, swagger I mean, and all these dudes yeah, you know i mean it's yeah, ridiculous yeah. well you know what man they got all this old talent but these are guys who want to work these are guys that need work man i don't know yeah. i mean you know you can hear it in uh, JR's voice, man. Sometimes he's being like sarcastic. Oh, or yeah. He'll, he'll, like he's throw digs at. Oh, definitely. He's at the talent. Um, you know, he's surrounded by fucking clowns and shit. That <laughs> that fucking roster, uh, you know, I'm not saying they don't have talent, but when you look at some of the decisions that they're making, you know, we thought that AEW was going to be like the alternative but they're actually wwe but worse you know what i'm saying they're they're making the same ridiculous choices i mean i look at that roster i look at the some of the guys that they're trying to push you know guys like fucking uh the marco stunt the fucking dark order and what the (laughs) fuck is that man i just don't buy a lot of these 
I mean, they look like fucking children, man. You know, I, I don't buy these guys as fighters. You know, I, I fucking get it. The cat is out of the bag. Everybody knows that it's scripted. But can we still, you know, have some semblance of professional wrestling, some semblance of fucking kayfabe? I mean, well, Jesus well, Christ, man. <laughs> There's yeah. no kayfabe, man, anymore. And that's what's sad. It really, when you think about it, it really came out of the bag. Like it really went downhill with the kayfabe stuff since when beyond beyond the mat. Yeah, that DVD when it came out, that documentary is what ruined everything. Uh, I think to a degree, and then you had McMahon come out and uh, after Brett left, and and oh, basically, and that too, yeah, you know, for sure, blow, blow, blow up the spot on that, and what was it? I guess ninety seven. Yeah. Um, so I mean, it started to, but but wrestling still was hot as hell back then. Oh, it, was I mean, ha- it was hot as hell. Getting getting tickets, I remember just uh, you know even in ninety nine, me and my brother. Uh, you know, who always had access, and then it became so hot that we, we had a hard time. Our connection started having a hard time getting tickets, and we were even like, Wow, we can't even go to shows that we want to go to anymore. And we were starting to resent that the mainstream was loving wrestling too much, oh, like it was very tri- We used to be so tribal for guys like us, and now it's like, You know, uh, you know, our cousins who never watch wrestling, they knew about oh, the, NW- the NWO, <laughs> and they're wearing NWO shirts. I'm like, You don't even watch wrestling, <laughs> it's like that. Yeah, we used to get pissed off. I mean, I was a lot younger back then but uh, again me and my brother used to like resent we started resenting the popularity of it like when stone cold really took off because we were we bought the 316 shirts right off the, out of the box because oh, no, we, we were we, we were fans of austin and pillman when they were teaming up in wcw so we liked austin from the get-go when he was yeah, stunning yeah. steve and all the that. Hollywood but, then, but then, yeah but yeah then he took off and then in every you know we're going you're in the store and half the half the mall is wearing a 316 shirt we were like oh it's ruined now <laughs> you know, now it's it's not special anymore you know in the bootleg shirts came out as well yeah dx and the suck it and everybody had that again <laughs> I, w- I was happy for wrestling because i i was happy that the guys were making money because you know back in the day wrestlers didn't make a lot in the late 70s early 80s 50 bucks oh, no, nothing. but you were happy of the success and you were kind of like see wrestling is cool but there was another part of you that resented the uh celebrities and stuff everybody getting on board and stone cold on the tonight show and just like this is just so wrong this is like this is not what it's yeah we don't want anybody you know we don't there's too many people liking it now but which sounds silly and now i wish more people liked it because the ratings are so dismal i feel bad for the guys now you know and that's the thing like i know jeff jarrett said there's going to be a a wrestling boom right and i and i was saying that with inverted commas like i hope one day it does happen. I know it won't, but I'm just hoping one day that it does sort of get back to the popularity that we had back in the 90s. I don't know. I mean, listen, when COVID happened, I think everyone's oh. like, look, everyone's everyone's home. So everyone assumed uh, people are going to watch it in droves now because people are bored. And look, we're going to, we're going to, I'm going to go back to watching wrestling. Can't go out. But here's the problem. You know, 20 years ago, I'm not sure how old you guys are. I mean, I just turned 52 this year, but, um, yeah, I just you know, 38. So, okay. Yeah. So yeah. you're 38 and how old yeah. are you Sparrow? 46. Okay. Well, I'm saying, well, so you guys are kind of in that wheelhouse, like where you remember that, you know, uh, 20, 25 years ago, we yep. didn't remotely have all the different forms of entertainment that we have now from Netflix to Hulu. I mean, I recently, I'm late to the party. I recently got Netflix and Hulu and oh, I'm really? like, holy, holy shit. I, I, <laughs> I, could, I, could, I'm, I could die at my desk watching this all day. And, 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 and you can almost like a video, like an adult who gets uh, addicted to video games. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm like, oh shit. I, I'm, I'm watching, you know, I'm going to, I'm going <laughs> to. 
marathon, what do you call binge watching? We just call it marathon watching. Yeah, yeah, mar- you're right. It was marathon. Yeah, everyone's, yeah, the new term is like binge watch. So everyone's like, yeah. oh, you're going to binge, binge watch that, uh, you know, Ozark? And I'm like, I don't want to, I don't, I don't want to get like, I know I can fall into a trap like a drug addict. I don't want to get too <laughs> like, like hooked into it. So, but my point being is years ago, we had, you know, and even go back even 30 years ago, you know, we didn't have all, all the choices and options we had now. We knew that Wrestling Superstars was on on Saturday morning yep. back in the day and uh, Wrestling Challenge was on on Sunday. Yeah. Uh, and then we would have, you know, once Raw kicked in in 93, it changed the game a little bit. And then Nitro <laughs> 95 and all that shit. But again, now it's just so much shit to watch from YouTube to Netflix to Hulu to uh, Apple TV and all these different things and all these series. And this is the hot show now. And, and every, your attention is just taken every which way, all different directions. So I didn't think that wrestling was going to get a boom during COVID people. I really think both companies, AEW and WWE are like, watch, like we're going to tack on a million new viewers. Never happened. Everybody suffered. Everybody yeah, oh, yeah. suffered. Everybody suffered. And listen, I, I, and it's, it's still, that's why when they say I'm, I'm so uh, curious to know when they do lift the reins off this COVID shit and God knows when, I mean, let's just say sometime in 2021, will, yeah. will it go back? Will people pack the arenas? I, I, it's 50, 50 to me. <sighs> I think you'll have, you'll have 50% of people like, fuck it. I'm going out. I got to live life. And the yeah. other 50% are going, shit, I don't want to even dare catch a cold, let alone COVID. Absolutely. I'm not going anywhere. So it's, it's going to be a real testing of the water. It's like in, uh, like in Jaws, when the, when the guy goes up to the people <laughs> on the beach and goes, why aren't you going in the water? So it's like, someone's got to go in. And then once they went in, everybody went in. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, you know, someone's got to test the water. You got half the country paranoid right now and half the country frustrated. And I think that that's what wrestling fans are right now. You got wrestling fans who are diehard and even tonight would probably give five stars to that Raw show because they love wrestling so much. And then you have the resenters, which are the older older people. It sucked. (laughs) I didn't like one thing tonight on that show, but I'm still, but I'm still, I'm still going to watch. It's like being a, it's like being a, like here in New York, being a Met, a Met fan or a Jet fan. Like we (laughs) They're probably going to lose. They're going to let us down. Even the Yankees are starting to turn into the Mets. They're, they're going to oh, lose shit. the big games. They're going to start losing. But you're never going to give up. But you'll just complain a lot along the ways. And a lot of people don't get that about certain fans. Like, I don't get it. If you bitch all the time, how well, do you enjoy it? it? Yeah. yeah. How do you enjoy it? So I don't know in Australia if you guys have that kind of thing about supporting your teams, whether it's soccer or whatever. Oh, sport. yeah, yeah, of course. I mean, uh, the- you, have, you have the fans who are just such, they complain so much that you can't even believe that they get any joy in watching the product at all. Dude, you know? uh, I can't stay. Don't even get me started <laughs> about my own country, man. Believe me. <laughs> <laughs> because no, I thought, I'd be honest with you, I thought it was like a northeast thing. To be honest with you, no, 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 no. <laughs> but you bring up an interesting point because of COVID, and this is what's killing me, man. Like, I, I'm I've been a lifelong fan of professional wrestling, man. Like, and what kills me now, just seeing it, is I can't I can't stand not seeing any fans, man, in the building. It just doesn't do it for me. Not hearing the roar of the crowd. It doesn't feel the same. And I think it affects no. the wrestlers too, you know. It's just changed the game, this COVID thing. And like you said, I hope people aren't scared and I hope people come together again and actually go to the events. But if that does happen where, man, the business is going to is dying a slow death in my opinion then. Well, listen, man, the way people are these days, I think that, that there's people who are scarred for life, you know, man. A lot of people 
they can't handle shit. They, they, you know, we see it here in New York, man. A lot of people, they couldn't handle this fucking pandemic. Okay. When, when they were told to like stay home and wear masks and shit, they were gathering in the streets. You saw the shit that went down here in fucking Astoria and other parts. Some people just don't give a fuck. All right. I don't know. Are we ever going to be able to recover from this? I'm, I'm not sure, man. You know? No, I mean, you know, my, you know, I mean, I'm not sure what you do for a living spirit, but my, my industry, like the, the nightclub industry, live music oh. industry, like we, I've already been informed. I'm not going to like out any, even on here, I'm not going to out any clubs. They'll make the announcement themselves, but yeah. I already been informed of uh, two out of the four clubs that I work at are, are, are done. They're done. Yeah, that's sad, uh, one, one already uh, closed up shop the unbeknownst to the public they've yet to make an announcement one's a pretty famous club in brooklyn yeah. and another club in queens just folded uh shop too they're out so it's like so that's like i had four clubs that i was working on march now i'm down to two and i think when it's all said and done the one that's going to make it is the smallest club out of the four that i work at really? because they're over their overhead is the cheapest so they're really? able to they'll be able to maintain because they're not a, you know, 400, 500 cap room. They're a 200 cap room. Um, that's the club that's going to, the littlest one is going to survive. Um, but just because of their their size and their rent and stuff is different from the bigger ones. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I, you know, and I'm, I kind of was just like, okay, but I, I'm, I was devastated by it, but I'm not selling it, so to speak. I'm kind of like just. And you haven't been, man, to be honest. And I know your situation is, you know, the nightclub, the nightclub situation is pretty, pretty bad, man. Even here, like. We've been in lockdown since March, man. Yeah. And our numbers it's, are nowhere near like New York's numbers, but well, it's it's interesting because I have a friend who's a booker in Long Island here in New York. Yeah. Um, and uh Long Island is is able to do certain things that we're not able to do here in the five boroughs, uh really? Bronx, Queens, Brooklyn. Yeah, they just have it's almost like a different different uh law out there uh and i even asked i'm like well how do you work it he goes well you know you come in with a mask and then when you're at the bar you buy a drink and you you have the mask around your neck and then when you're not drinking you have to wear the mask it's kind of up it's kind of slipping on and off kind of thing <laughs> i said but who polices that because well no you got to kind of police yourself you can't like what are we gonna have a mask guy go around and pull people's masks up over their face i mean <laughs> it's kind of i says but how's it working it's like it's weird but you know, it's uh, it's it's working. I mean, it's half capacity. It's fifty percent here in New York. They would only allow us twenty five percent, and uh, no one's even thirty percent. That no one opened up. Basically, when they told the clubs you can have thirty percent, everybody basically in a defiant way said, "No, we're not even going to open up. It's not worth it." So, uh, probably ninety eight percent of bars, clubs, and restaurants didn't reopen out of. It's not it's not going to work for them. And this outdoor dining is coming to an end because in about two weeks, it's going to drop to about 40 degrees here yeah. at night. And you can't be going to be sitting outside eating a cheeseburger <laughs> uh, with, your, with your girlfriend when it was like, you know, a brisk wind coming. Uh, November is upon us and you don't want who's eating outside and they're still not letting people go inside to eat. This is and then Cuomo's threatening to, to shut the uh uh, city down again, which I think is just going to end New York. Oh. I mean, pe- people leaving here in droves. I, I don't think even th- they know what the magnitude is, but, and I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but I will say that I have this feeling that um, uh, if uh, Biden and uh, Harris win uh, the election in November, uh, New York is going to open up a lot sooner than it would if Trump wins again. There's going to be so much trouble, I think, if Trump wins again. I'm at the point where, you know what, put a new team in there. Like, uh, okay, you know, t- take the reins, do something, fix this situation, fix this country, and get us back to work here. Take the gig. Uh, but I have, 
honestly, I think Joe Biden won't live the first year in office. He looks like he's <laughs> on his way out. I mean, I don't say that funny. I, I say that almost like sad. No, the I, guy, know, I know. Yeah. The, the I guy, the guy, the guy today said he was running for the Senate. And I was like, dude, you're running for the president. And then he stopped himself. I'm like, this guy is you're this kidding. guy is Alzheimer's. This guy can't even remember what he's doing. Did he, did he really say that today? Yeah, he did. There's a clip on uh, line. Yeah, where he said wow. running for the Senate. And I was like, dude, you're not running didn't, for the Senate. Didn't he introduce himself one one time as his own husband? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, 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 he Again, well, you know, here's the thing. You know, it's almost like, okay, then Harris will step in as uh president but again what experience does she have and let's remember something and i don't know if you know this too sparrow this is a woman who put uh you know because i'm in the club industry she put people in jail for 10 year stretches for selling weed so i mean got a 10 year sentence for weed man i mean so it's just like that's fucking ridiculous yeah that's a that's a point that i argue almost every day on on social media because i'm one of these suckers that gets duped into these pointless debates I, I just, I, you know, I get it. Trump's an asshole. Trump's this and that. But how do you fucking defend Biden? How do you defend Harris? How do you forget what these people have done? How do you not think that on, in all these years that Biden was in politics, that all this shit that he's talking about, how come none of it happened? How come he never tried doing anything? But we're supposed to believe that right now at this age, you know, the fucking guy is going to fix us. Give me a fucking break, man. No, exactly. And 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 people are like, uh, you know, well, oh, this would be great. A woman run the country. Yeah, but you have to have the right woman run the country. <laughs> that's the whole that's the whole thing. You could say, oh, finally, an Italian. But you want an Italian that's not mobbed up. You want an up and up Italian. Like, again, that's like, oh, Como's Italian. Kev, don't you back him? Why? Because he's got an, a vowel at the end of his name like I do. <laughs> yeah. That doesn't that doesn't mean anything. that's a, an, an ignorant, stupid thing to, exactly. to say. That's that's like everyone's. Saying, well you know you're black so you got to be on this team it's like nah if i don't yeah. agree with you that's an individuality that's what america's all about is like thinking for yourself and and again that's why the, this tribal thing where you're on this side you're on our team what what nationality are you here you're with us it's like what are you what are you talking about that's going backwards i mean i mean uh, i'm not down with that. and the club is i work with such a, such a, a a majority of different ethnicities and my sound man's asian my two security guys are black my doorman is from ecuador my you know i mean it's just the way we, we run the gamut it's like yeah. we don't even see that's why we hear all this stuff and people not getting along it's like we get along great so it's like you know it's people who come in there and infiltrate and try to tell you the differences and why you shouldn't get along and and again here's the whole thing here in america we don't have good choices i mean spiro you, you just you touched upon it trump is an asshole but biden is clueless and harris is not the right woman at all she's exactly. like she's like uh you know like she's she's not the cool aunt she i said it the other day she's the aunt that rats you out to your parents and get you punished that's <laughs> the aunt she ain't the, she ain't the cool aunt she's the aunt who tells on you and tells your parents what you're doing behind her back so i mean so when everyone's like oh she's the cool aunt i'm like define what a cool aunt means i, I what, what, <laughs> what, what, the, the, the cool aunt is the one who drops a dime on you and rats you out that's not the cool aunt the cool <laughs> aunt is the one who fucking guides you in the right direction and fucking uh mentors you that's the cool aunt i've had a cool aunt she didn't make me do things wrong so she could bust me on it so i uh, again i think everyone just wants to get rid of trump and they think a magic pill is going to happen but i think uh, it's going to be the same old shit just the different uh just different players in the game but the same old shit uh you know the our only hope honestly is in uh the next four years, maybe if the rock runs uh, for president, but even that, uh, you know, is like my God, you know, we're looking to him because he's got this celebrity, but everyone's like, well, everybody loves him. Listen, he, he, he has no presidential credibility, but then again, yeah, it seems yeah. like nobody does anymore. 
You know, what's, what's presidential? I think presidential went out the window. I'll give Obama that he, uh, and I didn't have a problem with Obama. I think it was very presidential. I thought he was very well-spoken and, and kind of proper and, and, and just kind of, kind of confidence and a swagger about him. And I think that's the last time you're going to see any president like that. Unless, like I said, Dwayne Johnson, who will get nominated just because he's popular. Nobody will even know what his policies are. Uh, again, we're just in a situation where we have to pick one shitty side, you know, when, and, and I said it best, we're going to lose all as Americans. That's the, that's the sad part. I'd love to hear like a political show with you, Kev. Oh, please. I, <laughs> that's, I, love- uh, it, 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 I mean, I'm, I don't mind even talking about stuff like that. Cause I could be pretty even keel and I, I don't, I would probably say I'm, I'm, and I've been a registered independent for over 20 years. You know, I swing, conservatively on the side because my father was a career soldier in the army yeah, yeah. so i'm pro- I'm pro-military and uh i have a lot of cop friends and stuff like that but if you see me i mean i'm tattooed from my hands up to my neck i'm the yeah, epitome I'm, I'm, of, many, yeah. I'm the i'm the epitome of individuality and do what you want <laughs> i mean i i don't even own a shirt with sleeves on it so it's like i don't i don't i don't uh i'm not about suppressing anybody i'm pro-gay marriage and all that stuff so i'm in a kind of an interesting cat when it comes to stuff like that uh, I, I believe in law and order but i believe in and being able to do what you want as long as you don't hurt anybody That's you know what right. i mean you've got you've got great views man you know what i mean so like and you're pretty passionate about it the way you said it so like that's an interesting thing that's why i said like i reckon you on a political show would be pretty interesting yeah i mean uh, again i'm in the new year i'm mulling over some different things and as far as uh you know because people ask me what you know i wanted to do i still do uh, technically I'm still in business with Don Tony. I mean, yeah, I, yeah. I do, I do the Patreon with them cause we felt, uh, to divide the, the audience. We share a lot of the same fans. So from a business perspective, it made sense. And I don't work with him per se. I do my own shows on there. He does his, so I don't, we don't really do any shows together anymore, but we work together as far as uh, the Patreon goes and it's going, it's going all right. It's going fine. And I don't have a problem with that. And again, I think it's just, it was just different, uh, different uh, visions of what uh, we, each of us wanted to do. And I want to do other things too. And again, I kind of wanted to go my own way. And uh, so there's no real hard feelings. And now at, at this point, as time goes by, there's even less hard feelings. Actually, I of look course, forward yeah. to, uh, I look forward to uh, the future and doing new things and new projects, whether it's with my brother, uh, John Draper, or it's with uh, a few other people. I'm thinking of maybe even doing a show with some female co-hosts and, and changing the game a little bit, you know, um, because there's not too many of those uh, women representing in wrestling podcasting. Uh, right. I have a female. I have a female partner on a Patreon show. Yeah, but that's, <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's for it's for a limited audience. Though I mean, we're only heard by four or five hundred people, where we could be heard by four or five thousand people in the mainstream, even more. I might want to take those shows out into the mainstream. We'll just start a completely new thing. I was going to ask you that actually. Are you able to do that? Like, if you wanted to? Yeah, I can do whatever. Okay. I mean, I can do whatever. Right. I, yeah, I'm free to do whatever I want, but. Uh, oh, I always was. So, I mean, the, the reason I agreed to the Patreons because I, we want, again, it would be too divisive, uh, for the fans. And from a business perspective, it made sense, uh, to keep that together. And so I made a commitment. They made a commitment to me. Uh, and then, but as far as anything outside of that goes, uh, my Thursday show there, I'm free six other days of the week to do whatever I want. Uh, and I will be doing that in the new year. That's good to hear actually. And, sure. and I, and I hate the fact, you know, like you're not on Monday nights anymore. And I must admit, like, it's not the same, man. Like, I can't even, like, listen to it like I used to, you know, except, like, I listen to your Patreon stuff all the time. And and it's a, oh, and they're great shows, man. Like, if I, you know, if I were you, I'd definitely look into, like, bringing it to the mainstream, you know? 
Well, yeah, I mean, I was in the mainstream for the longest time, so I I miss it to a degree. And and uh, yeah, sure a lot of people would. a lot of people miss the Monday show the way it was. But again, you know, to me, it's like anything else. You know, eventually teams disband or you go your separate ways and stuff. And if anything, it just frees you up to do more creative stuff. You get into a rut after a while sometimes. But when we were on, and and even we did a show like two weeks ago together, just yeah, uh, on page, pa- yeah, on yeah. Patreon, it went fine. You wouldn't even know That's that there true. was any problems. You would have tuned in and be like, I thought these guys like hate each other we were we were like i said once the the light goes on we're able to to uh put all that stuff behind us and be professional and uh i'm i'm I'm, i've never you know acted you've heard me i never act a fool on a show i kind of i mean oh oh, i don't sell any of that behind the scenes i might be pissed off and cursing people out but on the show i'm gonna do what i gotta do and not make the listeners uncomfortable you know i mean i always thought that that's kind of a whack thing to do uh to your listeners to suck them into your drama because people listen to us even to you guys too to to escape their bullshit they don't want to no, catch you. Right. they don't want they don't want to encompass your bullshit you know what i mean so they, they, again you can vent to them but they're really looking to you for an outlet of escapism it's but you but we get something out of it too so it's a it's a 50 50 deal you know it comes down to being both a professional and being able to check your e- ego man you know i mean there's a lot of people that have issues they make it work and then there's those that can tell on on air and um you know when that happens when it spills over then it's time to call it quits then you know but yeah i mean that's kind of what happened with us i mean you know uh, to me it's you know it i kind of push things to the side until i i kind of I'm, I'm a guy who goes down with the show, even in clubs. I stay with clubs to the very end. Even if I knew they were closed and I'm like, you know what? They're closing next month. I'm going to quit today. Well, my, yeah, my loyalty's probably bit me in the ass a few times. Uh, Cause I, and I learned that from my father. My father was a loyal soldier. My father reenlisted after he got out and then he really, he, he became a reserve. My father reenlisted and he, because he just, he, he, he felt a kinship, he a brotherhood that he felt. Some people have that in them. Some people don't have that in them. There's some people who've never played on a little league baseball team. They don't know team spirit. They don't know team sure camaraderie. That. And quite honestly, I've worked with some people like that in podcasting. You just do not get the concept of team. They don't get it. And you cannot teach it to middle-aged men nah, and me, no and my, me and me and me and my brother get it right me and my john draper gets yeah, it yeah. and that's me and my brother have the same drive that we don't get it when someone kind of betrays the team or shit talks the team it's like you don't do that man it's like you just there is a, a an, uh, just like in prison there's a code of ethics so that's why you kind of would know who in the joint's going to survive and who's going to get fucking shanked there's yeah, people no who doubt. just can't you can't shut up you know you have to know when to shut up and you have to know when to keep things private and if you're so desperate for likes uh, you know, and you can't get them in real life, then I would feel more sorry for you. Like to me, I'd rather be respected in real life in my profession than someone. Oh, I got 50 likes because I dissed somebody on Facebook. Like, you know, it does. It does. Yeah. And guess, and guess what? In an hour from then, someone will post something else. They'll forget what you said. And that shit is meaningless the next day. It means isn't nothing. That, yeah. Isn't you know, that the fucking trend though, man? You know, isn't that what all these fucking celebrities do these days? And, whether it's with fucking politics or me too, or some other shit, you know, you got people who, who probably don't give a fucking rat's ass, but they jump on the bandwagon and they hijack every movement just to get the fucking likes and to get all the attention. And so that everybody can pat them on the back and hey, you know, I'm going to go see his, his movies now, or I'm going to buy his fucking CD or actually down, download it. I, I, you know, I don't even know if they sell CDs anymore, but <laughs> it, 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 isn't it just about that, man? You know, isn't it a, 
I'm, I'm, I'm down with you, but no, actually you aren't down with me. Okay. You don't give a fuck about me. You know? Well, it's everyone. Everyone's afraid to be put on blast. I mean, everyone is, yeah. uh, everyone's afraid to, uh, you know, be embarrassed, you know, and be humiliated. And I think in the, in the context of, uh, doing it on social media, uh, there's no comeuppance for it because, and you know, it's funny because I told, you know, no names mentioned, but my yeah. brother Draper had a problem with somebody. And I told this person, my brother will go to your office and will drag you out of your office <laughs> and punch you in the face. You are messing with the wrong guy. This is not a wrestling angle. My brother is going to, to hurt you. And I, and I told this guy this, and then that's where he went to everybody, you know, you know, complaining about my brother and like being, I says, and I told you don't go there. He, it's not a work. He doesn't take it as a work. If you disrespect him because you know, we're coming from the, the club scene, the music scene, the hardcore scene, you don't, shit talk somebody and get away with it like that it's like you you think what, right. what do you where, where do you live in bayside ain't nothing but a 10 minute car ride for me so it's like again and they don't get that They're like oh you know i'm just you know it's 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 twitter it's what i'm like then then you gotta there's a comeuppance for for the way you act and i think in society people have gotten away with so much bullshit i mean even you see the the behavior in the streets and people acting a fool and knocking people out and no one they still haven't even fucking caught the guy who fucking knocked out fucking rick moranis two weeks ago you know they still haven't even arrested this guy they don't give so a fuck they don't yeah they don't give a fuck it's like you know, you know? again it's like uh you know, there's, there's no, um, and it's funny cause there's cameras everywhere. There's things recorded, people copy and paste and they save things and they got the evidence and the proof. And that doesn't even mean shit half the time. It doesn't mean anything. Uh, again, I think you just respect has, has completely gone out the window. There's no respect anymore at all. Right. I see, I see the way people talk to each other. It's just, it's, it's unbelievable. And it's funny. And I, I give no quarter to anybody on our age group. I'd say over 35 who acts like a 16 year old, because Ugh. that's the way everybody acts now i say hey, you grew up with me there was no fucking cell phone everybody didn't have a cell phone 25 years ago you had to go to a fucking corner pay a pay your, your fucking someone was on the phone in your house you had to run out to the corner and use a fucking pay phone you know what i mean so again everyone's got uh access and everybody hides behind texts and you'll even say hey yo dude give me a call we'll squash this i don't talk on the phone anymore so i only I hate text. the phone dude i hate the phone I, 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 I'm, I'm like i'm like you're 40 years old you grew up on the phone what are you talking about <laughs> like you, you, you've been hanging around your, to your 16 year old daughter too much i don't talk on the phone anymore i've actually heard people say that to me you don't want to squash beefs because they're yeah. like just 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 send me a text i'm like dude i'm not writing you a love story you know what i mean i'm <laughs> bad yeah, pick up the fucking phone with men, man. What the hell happened? That's yeah. another thing. Like the the man cards, man. They they got to take away a lot of people's man cards, man. Just stamp on the on the fucking driver's license, bitch boy. You know what I mean? Just uh, I agree, brother. It's I fucking it's fu it's fucking horrible. Like the the, the lack is. of risk, and it's guys our age hiding behind new technology yeah. that oh I I I can't I'm busy I can't I you got to text. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. I'm right. Like writing a love letter here to another man. So it's like, it's, it's, well, it's ridiculous. Yeah. That's the fucking thing though. It's like these days, it seems it's deemed toxic to be a fucking man. And it all started yeah. with fucking social media, social media removed the possibility of, of being punched in the face for running your fucking mouth. Okay. And you see these fucking bitch boys, man, you know what I'm saying? And it's sad when you see guys, our age, people we knew back in the days on the yeah. block, acting like these fucking teenagers talking shit. I got fucking teenagers and young adults talking shit to me on fucking yeah. social media. And I'm like, motherfucker, I'm not stupid. I'm not going to fucking th threaten you here so that everybody can see. But best 
just believe if you keep running your fucking mouth, I'm, I'm, I'm going to catch you out there one day. I might not even hit you, but you know what? I'll put my fucking hands on you, okay? Just to let you know and remind you that men still exist in this world. Oh, uh, dude, I've seen at a club I work at, Lucky 13 in Brooklyn. It's like a biker place, but it's like the real uh, metal hangout. But a lot of tough guys hang out there. And uh, again, it's one of those things. And many times I've been uh, working the door. I'll be at the door and there'll be guys who had beefs and they'll they'll confront each other. And it's like, yo, you're such and such. He goes, yeah, you were talking shit to me. And I'm looking at the guy. And then, of course, our bouncer tries to not let it go into the club. But and we'll even talk at the door and we're like, you can even see the way someone walks up to another person it's like i bet you to have a social media beef you know, it's like like I mean, we, we even said that's the social media beef walk that we call it. Like, I mean, like, so it's like again we, we me and jonathan who's a, a bouncer at lucky 13 is our main guy we, we would say we can even see the way people walk up to another person like watch this guy this is, this is gonna be trouble and uh and the guys are yo you're talking shit to me on twitter and we're like we called it we oh, knew geez. it i said it looked like they had again and these are guys in their 30 mid 30s i never you know i'm I'm 52, 32, 20 years ago. I never would have believed uh, that that people act like this and 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 did stuff like this. It's really come on. Uh, I think in the last uh, five to seven years, I think really. Yeah, I'm, you're probably I'm, right. A little, yeah, a little less than ten years, but yeah. ag- again, it's uh, it's it's not cool because again, you even have a little bit of a difference of opinion, even with me joking around with people about wrestling. Oh, you trigger so many people, bro. Oh, oh yeah, fuck you, old, old, old man. And like, I'm like, oh, that's it. That, that's the go-to insult to me. Is I'm I'm old. I'm over fifty. What do I know? I'm like, actually, I thought I thought with age comes wisdom. You ever heard yeah, that? Right. No, no doubt. I, I think yeah, that's funny when someone says to someone who's older, what do you know? I'm like, I know a lot. I've been around a long a time. So that, exactly. exactly. So that's my comeback. I'm like, ah, yeah, I'm old. I, I, and it's funny. I know how old I am. It's funny when somebody tells me how old I am. <laughs> I'm like, right. Okay. <laughs> it's like, I don't get that. And, and I'm like, and, and one day, and then one day you'll be 52 too. Exactly. Uh, exactly. If, if you, if you make it, if you make Yo, it. Father exactly. time doesn't stop for anybody, man. You know, That's time and tide wait for no man. As they say, yeah. Imagine if all this existed back in our days. Can oh, you imagine the useless pussies we'd all be now, man? <laughs> well, I'm, 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 cur- I'm curious, Jim. Like, Yo. obviously, it seems like we're, we're all different but the same around the world. But sometimes, like, we even, you know, you always think of the New York thing, a California thing. Like, yeah. how is it in Australia? Has the same culture really taken over society over there? The right. So, like... See, the thing about here, man, everybody is just, yeah, everyone's got an opinion. Mm-hmm. They, they, they're just airheads, man. They just walk around like like everything's okay, everything will be okay. We, we don't do shit for our own rights here, dude. They've taken our guns away. They've taken our voice away. Like there was a person just recently who wrote on social media just about the, the COVID shit, right? Yeah. And she got arrested. She was pregnant, man. Really? You know what I mean? Got arrested just for saying something on social media, dude. Well, arrested for for like propaganda. I mean, what was she arrested for? Threatening? Well, or? well, basically they wanted to have a protest, right? Okay. But because of the um the COVID crap, so basically they deemed that illegal, and talking against the government and the country in general, and she got arrested, man. Wow. I know a few people. Yeah, see, and that's wrong, man. Like, where's at least yeah. you guys? At least you guys See, can man, actually, you know, do something. The, 
the thing about here is that our citizens act like we're living something like that. Okay. And if that's the case, and then shouldn't we all be in fucking jail now then? That's you know right. what I'm saying? Exactly. Everybody here talks about tyranny and fascism. They don't know the fucking, they don't know the least bit about what it is to be fucking op oppressed. Okay. Yeah. But they're going to go out there and they're going to talk their shit and, and, you know, they're going to bitch and complain. Motherfucker. They, you know, I've said this before on my own show. This is the only country where rioting and protesting is like a fucking hobby, okay? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You wake up in your stabilized fucking rent, stabilized apartment. You want to get into some shit. You go down to the fucking protest, to the riots, beat the shit out of somebody, burn a fucking business, kill, kill somebody. And if you want, man, you can go have a few beers and go home. And if you want to do it again the next day, Hey man, have at it. Whereas in other countries, people are fucking doing this shit because they have no goddamn choice because they're actually fighting an oppressive fucking regime, yeah, man, fighting it's... actual fucking fascism. It's not, dude, it, it just, it, it irks me, dude. It, it fucking kills and, me, man. And, and that's what I, that's why I said to you yesterday, Spiro, like you guys have got way more like freedom than you, than you realize. You know what I mean? Compared to us right now, we can't do shit. Some and we've of us been know like it. since March. I didn't even know. Uh, I didn't know Australia was like that. I've always wanted to visit there. It's like on no, my look. Like, uh, wish list, you know, to go out. But I wasn't sure of how uh, things are. I have a lot of friends in, in Scotland and England and stuff. And it's funny. They all, some of them swing this way and politically, some of them swing that way. Uh, some of them are like hardliners and some of them are like super like independent. Uh, but then there's some, some real like uh, right wingers. But again, I, I wasn't sure what the, I know how they were, but I wasn't sure what the real tempo of uh, what the, the temperature was of most of the society over there. I wasn't sure, but well, I mean, even here in New York, it, it's hard to, cause they'll say, well, New York is, is it's, it's super liberal. It is to a degree, but there's I was still gonna a, say, a big, not fully a, liberal. You know what I mean? No, nah, there's a big conservative. Uh, and, and, and I don't know if conservatives are in hiding cause everyone I know is pretty outspoken, but they just don't get the, the news coverage. They don't go on camera yeah, and, yeah. and, 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 you know, spout off and, and curse out cops and, and uh, again, everyone just kind of wants to just kind of just have a you know a, a good life and just keep to keep to themselves and keep their property nice and stuff. And that's you know you're right as American citizen. I don't get the whole want to fuck shit up for everybody and and uh, cause chaos and, and run roughshod over other people's lives. That's where again, that's where I draw the line at that independent individuality. It's like okay, but not when you're infringing on other people's rights, and that includes. Just, you know, going up to people and just fucking ripping a hat off their head or <laughs> take that, take that jacket off. That's the, <laughs> yeah. that's the, that's the epitome of fascism, telling someone to disrobe exactly. or something. I mean, I've never even seen someone once. I think there was a guy wearing a, you guys know the band Leonard Skinner, the famous Southern rock band, Yeah. Uh, you know, fam, a classic rock band, Free Bird. Everybody knows that song. Yeah, of course. Uh, yeah. And, they're, and they're not racist, by the way. Uh, so some, someone was wearing a, a shirt and I think uh, the old Skinner shirt had a bit of a confederate like general lee type of dukes of hazard thing on it and someone like told the guy like trying to make the guy take his shirt off in the middle yeah. of the thing the guy's like i'm not I'm, and the guy's like i'm married 
to a black woman. And it's like, yeah. oh, we don't care. We don't care. It's like, this is the epitome of fact. you. What is this? The Gestapo? You stop people in the middle of the street and do an inspection on what their concert shirt means. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, what the fuck is it? And like I said, and, and it's funny because like you said, you talk, if they did that to me, that's what, you know, they would rule the day. I'm like, I know. And again, and then you would be the one on camera and you would be the fucking fascist. The news would paint you as the fucking problem person. It's just, there is an ass backwards mentality going on. Yeah, I'll Especially here in New York. Down. Yeah. And there again, it's almost like turning the camera on halfway through, not showing the full story. Yeah. Um, they want you to think there's a boogeyman out there and that there's I'm in the club business for 28 years. And I've said this on another show. I'll say this on this show. I have never met not one time, never met a racist white power skinhead band never booked one no one ever approached me for a show never had one in my club never and i've done all sorts of shows punk rock hardcore fucking thrash metal death metal black metal i never I, i've never seen it i'm not saying they don't exist i mean yeah. supposedly supposedly bigfoot exists but i never ran into them either <laughs> Funny but i have never <laughs> and you can you, you, you can't be a functioning white power group in new york city it would it doesn't work you know what i mean uh, again uh i've never seen and people will be like oh you must deal with uh, like white skinheads all the time. I'm like, no, I, where? where, where would this happen? So again, when I tell people that I'm like 20 years, I've booked 5,000 shows as a concert promoter. Never. No one's ever even approached. So I don't know where they're at. I'm sure they're in, but they're not in New York and they're not racists aren't running wild in New York. I could tell you right now. It's not, think, it's, it's not happening, man. It's just not happening. I don't think they're running wild anywhere. I, I, you know, racism is real. It does racism exist. is definitely racism real. But what I'm saying is the, no, right. It, like the, the proud the boys, fucking media. They're not yes, the, the, media, proud boys yeah. aren't, the proud boys aren't based in New York. So there's like none of them here. And, and again, there's Cubans in that group. It's a real, mixed bag of people it's a weird thing but the news media will have you think that when they were you know going to near the barclay center when they were fighting the cops and fighting other protesters that there were white power people then i'm like they really weren't they were just people who were pro-cop and they were actually and if you're pro-cop that doesn't mean you're white power that's kind of ridiculous you know what i mean i mean i have friends who are cops who are all different nationalities you know as a matter of fact most of my friend cops are hispanic you know, so it's again, it's just the news kind of sliding things. And uh, it's almost like they want the, the disarray. And they that's want what I the, don't uh, understand, man. Like, yeah. like, why? Like, what's the end game here? You know, there is no end game. I think the end game is, uh, you know, uh, get uh, people in office that they want. And again, uh, what's really going to change in three weeks in November if Biden and Harris win? What's I think, you know, the next day the sun's going to come out. And remember, Trump still has office till January 1st. Exactly. So, so we got to be miserable throughout the Christmas holidays <laughs> and New Year's and the bell going off. We're all going to wonder, is there going to be an attack? It's like we're all oh, going to be miserable today, this holiday. Yeah. yeah. I mean, even, uh, you know, we got Fauci telling people now, I oh. wouldn't celebrate that. I wouldn't celebrate Thanksgiving <laughs> if I was you. I was like, hey, dude, oh, give us give, give us a break already. You know what I mean? It give was us something. A, Give us a break already. I mean, listen, if you told me in March that Halloween was canceled, I would be like, why? Isn't this only going to last six to eight weeks? And Dude. now we're in seven months, man. And I, again, I had a long talk with my brother today and he goes, have you even like considered the fact that the clubs will never come back and that you're basically your career is over in that business? I'm like, I can't think like that. And I even talked to a couple of club owners like, if we think like that, I would have thrown in the towel already. But yep. why should we think like that? Because it's affecting not even 2% of the country. And the, the survival rate is 98%. Again, exactly. Why, 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 <laughs> we, we're never going to have 
you could never go out to eat in indoors at a restaurant again over sad, something that minimal because my God, what's coming down the line that's more maximum that's gonna we'll never be able to leave our house at will we well, be dude, able to even talk on the phone again? You, I mean, what are they gonna take away from us next? You don't want you don't want to be going through what we've been going through. And as long as we've been going through it, like I said, man, everyone's lost their jobs here, man. And this country, like to answer your yeah. question before, and I didn't get to say it, sure. but I wanted to say it. Um, look, you know how you said you wanted to come here and it's on your bucket list and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Australia, look, it's a beautiful country, man. I'll, I'll tell you that it's great until now. <laughs> and it's sort of started a bit before that. They've ruined manufacturing here. They've now with COVID, they've totally ruined that's dead. Like, forget wow. that. You can't go back to a factory and work now without being, you can't even talk to people anymore, man, without even being worried about getting arrested. And just yesterday, they they brought in a law that now you cannot walk out without a mask no matter what. Otherwise, you're going to get a $5,000 fine. $5,000. That's ridiculous. $5,000. And and to equal that in American dollars, that's what? Like nearly seven grand, right? Is that that the difference? Wow. Yeah, well, it's 78 cents, I think it is right now, to the American dollar. Well, I think here in New York, I mean, I we were stopped. I was out with my friend the other day. We went to a shopping mall to a store, get some stuff, and uh, we stopped at a light. And even though you don't have to wear masks in the car, we, we got questioned about, like, if we lived in the same house or dwelling. My, yeah. God, my friend, I'll live with him. So it's well, like, yeah. Well, it's, I, again, it's very, very Gestapo-ish, and I, I just didn't even get what that was. And he was like, what was that? Like, this is like cop was walking in the middle of the street. While we were making the turn and just uh, <laughs> checking cars, and I'm like, I don't know what the fuck. I thought it was, I thought maybe like checking for a fugitive or something. Dude, and they were like it. doing like uh, making sure we had masks as we were going into the mall area. Yeah, and it see, was just like uh, weird, man. You can't even walk into st- like all the stores here are all closed, dude, except for the essentials like the the grocery store and and like. Oh, you guys se- are still in, in Australia. You guys are like lockdown, lockdown, like not lockdown, even like down, lockdown, kid. Oh, shit, and when man, I say shit. lockdown, lockdown, this has been happening since March, man. March. Damn. How can we? Well, don't be? you don't, wait? Don't you have the phases like phase two or phase three? Yeah, like yeah, we, yeah. We did, oh we God, did. Yeah. But look, the rest of Australia is not going through what we're going through. We're basically the New York. Sorry about my neighbors, by the way. Oh, that's all right. Yeah, um, we're basically the New York. Somebody's of Australia. getting murdered over there. Damn it, man! <laughs> like, like, <laughs> yeah, it does my head in, man. The last two days, especially trying to do a show, and all I'm hearing is that. But anyway. They've just they've killed us here, man. It's specifically in my state. I'm in Melbourne, right? Or well, that's oh, okay. my city. It, we're doomed, man. I, I went to pick up a friend. Like I'm not allowed to go five kilometers from my house, right? So I can't go if I get caught five kilometers like out, right? That's yeah. a five thousand dollar fine and possibly getting chucked into jail. Do they have the police force to enforce that in your area? Dude, they have, they have yeah, the cops? cops. The cops are pricks, bro. Like they're absolutely wow, pricks over it, man. Like I've been getting pulled over left and right. Jeez. You know what I mean? Just visiting my parents is is like hard enough. Evan, you know? he was telling me he was telling me a while ago that 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 the cops are showing up to houses yes, with that's like true. rosters that's scary. and making that's sure true, that man. everybody who's supposed to live there is indoors. 
That's funny. But, you know, again, America's evil. America's under a tyrant rule and shit. Give me a fucking break, man. And you're right, Spiro. Exactly what you said is that you people know? don't don't really, they don't even want to know what's going on in other areas. Like I said, I'm even shocked. I, I'm, I was kind of blind to that fact that that was going on uh, in other areas because I'm so preoccupied with what's going on over here. I mean, what do you guys do for a living? Has it affected you guys' work like it has yeah. mine? I mean, it's yeah, probably it like ass, ass out of work. I mean, yeah, I've been out of I'm work not- since March. I haven't been working either, man. And you know, like, what, what, do, you, what do you what do you do if you don't mind? I, yeah, no, I just work in a factory, man. And oh, I do okay. and I do steam cleaning on the side as well. And everything like is being affected, man. Like because, and for now, like, I, it's just it's been way too long, man. And I'm just over it. I can't even go to the beach if I wanted to. And now the summer's coming up for us because we're opposite to use, right? You just oh, that's out. right. Yeah, your yeah, your yeah. your your season's just starting with summer, yeah. right? Like now we're in spring, right? It's just the start of spring, so it's getting warm, and we can't do shit, bro. Like people have been getting arrested at the beaches. They've been getting arrested everywhere. Like it's a joke. Jesus. It's ridiculous. And people, because we're not allowed to protest, right? You know what they've been doing? They've been gathering in their suburbs, like marching on in the streets, and the cops just come in and just. Man, if I showed you guys a video of like the police commissioner here, right? Talking yeah. the way he's talking and talking the shit that he was talking, you you guys would be shocked, man. That's that's amazing. I mean, Spiro, what do you do yourself for a living? Has it affected you? Well, man, my wife and me run uh, a photography business. Um, okay. When when this whole thing first started, we didn't work for like maybe two months or so, three months mm-hmm. tops. Uh, recently we, we got back to work. People started to, to book us once, once everybody started reopening, Mm -hmm. I got people who were booking Christmas pictures back in, uh, like July, man, because they're, they're fearing another lockdown and it seems that we're headed that way again. So I'm hearing right now it's actually good, but you know, it, it could change again, you know? Yeah, it's, it's it, the un, the uncertainty. I think is the thing that that yeah. that's the most stressful for New Yorkers is is the uncertainty. The same thing with me. Listen, I'm I've already gotten acclimated to the fact that uh, the 2020 is a wash in my business. But if, if someone told me yeah, next year at this time, Kev, you still won't be working, then my brother will be right. I will be out of that business and uh, I hope, for good. For good, you know. And I hope that doesn't happen to you, man. Oh no, no, me, me either. I don't want to go out that way. I mean, yeah, that's, yeah. Talk about like, listen, it's not like I was going to get a gold watch when I hit 30 years, but, <laughs> um, you know, I, I would like to have uh, gone out. I mean, I, I have people who, who uh, are going to open up clubs next year and the summer and the fall. And they, you know, already asked me if I'd be on board. And I said, yeah, I mean, it, it depends on where I'm going to be at. I mean, I don't even know if I'll be in New York anymore. I mean, it, yeah. it dep- I really don't know. I mean, I'm, I don't have any kids. I'm not married. Um, but I have responsibilities here. My mom is still here. Most of her sons live out of state. I have five brothers. So it's like, and, um, uh, you know, I have a big family, but most of my brothers live in Florida. So my mother who's near 80, I don't, I don't want my mother to be here without any of her, no, her no uh, sons down here. So I got to, yeah. again, and, and I do the thing with the, with the cat rescue and the cat colonies here as a oh, yeah. passionate thing. Of I love mine. how you do that, man. 
Yeah, I mean that's that's actually that that's been my piece and my solace through this whole thing, um, you know, and and podcasting. And I manage, I still manage bands. My bands are still in the studio, ready to play out. They're like battle tested. They're like ready to go. <laughs> we were film, we were filming videos in vacant uh, clubs. We just released one the other day uh, for my band, Damn Your Eyes, and they're ready to go. I mean, when we get the green light, we're ready. So I mean, that's the one thing about uh, people I work with. They're all just give us the green light. We're ready to go. I I mean, no one is like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going we're, we're everybody's down, but it's just like, we're, we're, we're wondering when that's going to be. And I, I pretty much in, in my mind frame, I think, I think March is a good target point for things getting back to quote unquote normal. Uh, I think the vaccination will be in full effect in January. I think here's the problem. Uh, you're not gonna be able to force everybody to fucking take it. I was gonna ask you oh, that. Man. I was just yeah. gonna ask. That's you. another That's thing. F- it's a fucking problem. You, got, you know, you got so many people who are against fucking taking a vaccine for uh, for anything, man. It's like, come on, man. You know, oh, dude. You know, I there's so many people. I'm not gonna take. I'm not gonna take that shit. I'm not gonna take that shit. So what are you gonna do then? Exactly. Yeah. Stay in the oh the government. The government's going to track us. They're already tracking you. Exactly. They can come in. They can come in here and take me away. And and no, if unless my cat can can give a statement to the police, <laughs> they'll, never, they'll never know what happened to me. You know what I mean? I mean, uh, unless someone takes a guesstimation, go. You think Kev got abducted by the FBI? <laughs> so be like, so be like uh, again. I think that's funny. Like no, in the vaccination, they put something in your bloodstream. I'm like, you're oh, already you're, you're already hiding in your house. Could it get any worse? I mean, listen, I'll grandparents uh, our forefathers and 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 our and uh, uh, you know our relatives from from way way back fought much bigger wars and much oh, bigger yeah. bigger exactly. situations than I they literally literally that whole thing of waiting on bread lines that was our grandparents thing to do during the day sometimes a 6 hour trek to the store was how it was you know what i mean walking up the the 10 flights of stairs with fucking 50 pound gross that's the way it was it's not an old wives tale it's real and 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 they were able to do it and guess these and even carve out a decent life for themselves even in despair even in the fucking 1940s during war times and shit like that then the 70s when new york was a fucking zoo uh post vietnam when there was you getting mugged was a rite of passage in new york you know what i'm saying i mean new york was dangerous as shit in the 70s and it was like gas lines and blackouts and riots it was yep. and no no oh, one yeah. making making shit minimum wage was fucking a dollar 75 an hour i mean uh, again people think hard times i'm like this is nothing compared to what our 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 parents and our grandparents and their parents had to go through what would we, and, and they have you know, no idea yeah yeah they didn't have netflix to binge watch uh you know daredevil yeah. uh, sit home and watch sit home and watch luke cage all day you know what i mean <laughs> uh, again i i laugh we're, we're so tough we're not tough at all it's like it was like, like that skit uh seinfeld did back in the 90s when jerry and george are sitting around there in their late 30s and they're complaining about the most trivial things and jerry goes yep. we're not men we're, this is not how men are we're not men it's like you i almost say laugh. that Exactly. I say that to my, even guys that I'm around, I'm like, you know, we think we're men, but we're not men uh, but yeah, compared man, to our absolutely. dads and our grand, our gr- compared to my grandfather. I, I wish I was half the yes. man he was, you know, was spot on kid. Man. And I'm glad you said that because no one could admit it, but sorry, spirit, continue on. No, no. Um, I was just going to say, it's so funny because, because these fucking kids these, these days, man, they don't know, you know, yeah. I was born in the 70s i grew up in fucking queens throughout the 80s and the 90s that's when new york was bad from from then 
to now, those were probably the worst years. And we ain't shit compared to our fucking parents, our grandparents, our uncles, and what they went through. I spent 13 years in the army. And I, you know, as bad as it was, I think to the guys who were in Vietnam, World War One and Two, and I'm like, you know, man, we got all this fucking awesome gear, you know, and you look at pictures of these guys in Normandy and what they had for cold weather gear was yeah. like a fucking windbreaker, bro. You know, yeah. I mean, they they fought. I mean, I'm I'm not trying to trivialize anymore. No, of course. But, you know, man, when you look back through fucking history, man, we all have it so much fucking better, man. You know, we, we uh, do. I mean, my, 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 yeah, my father was in Vietnam and, and again, um, my father was, uh, worked in a medic unit. Uh, you know, he was a sergeant in the medic unit. He wasn't in combat, but what he saw and everything that went on over there and stuff. And then I would be in amazement of my father of how, what a chill, like centered person he was. And then the stories he tell and be like, it, 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 it's like right out of a movie, but it's like he, you, when you live that and with me, you know, my father had all these boys, you know, six sons and none of us were in the military. We're all musicians and club workers and, uh, you know, band people and stuff like no one was in, he didn't force, uh, going into the army. I mean, he was a career army guy and he like, everything was army, 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 even playing cards on Saturday night in Fort Hamilton with his army buddies. Um, but none of his sons followed in his footsteps and he was fine with that. But we would always be in amazement of what a man that was. And we're all tattooed up and we think we're tough. And meanwhile, we were, <laughs> we, we were terrified of our father. You know, my father was five ten, you know, two twenty, but to, to us, he was seven, two, like, you know, <laughs> yeah. three fifty. And even, even we used to, even being amazed at my father and his uh vietnam buddies that would tell stories and and we would just be like well you know we'd be complaining about like there was a fight at the club he's like oh you want to hear about a fire fight that we had (laughs) oh it's like oh god and again we would say the same thing we would laugh and go we're not men it's like these are men right here these are these are men but it's true it's true and and today it's even worse it's even worse oh man yeah tell me about it uh, you know, again, I, I don't have any kids. My brother's got kids and he's kind of raising them old school. He's got two sons and a daughter, my brother, Mark, um, out of all my brothers, only one of my brothers has kids. And, oh, really? uh, yeah, yeah. It's a, my, well, my brothers have, my brother, John has step, step kids and his kids yeah, yeah, through yeah, marriage. Yeah. Yeah. But my brother, Mark has three of his own kids and same thing, very old school mentality. And they're into all Clint Eastwood movies at 12 and 14. And they're into all old school death wish and Charles Bronson. And they would be like, you know, uncle Kevin, was it really that dangerous in New York in the seventh? So, oh, I was, yeah, it was, that was pretty accurate. I was like, well, Giuliani <laughs> really cleaned it up for you guys. Didn't he? He did. Yeah, he definitely did. I think. He well, sure did. Where did you grow up in Queens, dude? I was born and raised in, in Elmhurst. Oh, yeah, Elmhurst. I'm, yeah, I, so I'm, I, I was just working there up until recently. I worked oh, yeah. uh, down the block from, uh, uh, remember the what used to be the Pop Diner? Yeah. Back in the day. Now it's, uh, then it was the Nevada Diner. And so now it's another, it's, it's changed again. And it Man, was that, uh, uh, that, uh, that hall where they have all the wrestling and stuff. What is that called? Yeah, the... The, the Elks Lodge. The Elks Lodge, yeah. But it's yeah. About, I was about two blocks from there at a club. My 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 cousin actually he he held a show there uh, right before this this shit happened, man. The the fucking COVID. Oh, what kind of show? Uh, uh, the wrestling show. Oh, did he? Okay. Yeah. I went there a couple of times in the in the early two thousands. Uh, guy, uh, uh, Jack Sabbath. He used to have shows there. Who okay. Was, uh, 
a wrestling universe. He uh, has that place in Flushing that's been there for years. He has like all signings of wrestlers and stuff. He used to be a promoter there. I wasn't sure they still did uh, wrestling shows at the Alex Lodge. Yeah, man. I that's mean, cool. you know, they're not big, but you know, they they you know they 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 do well. They do no, well. That's cool. I think. No, that's cool. Very cool. I know we were meant to talk about uh, wrestling more, more so tonight, but um, it was good to actually hear what you really thought, you know what I mean? Because, man, at the end of the day, yeah, we were supposed to talk about wrestling, but we can't escape the fact what situation we're in right now, you know what I mean? Worldwide, from New York to Melbourne down here, you know, it's hard because it's affected everything anyway, you know, you know what I mean? Even professional wrestling. Well, that's the whole thing. It's like one affects the other. You would be... Uh, you know, sometimes I listen to other podcasts and you wouldn't even know that there was a pandemic going on because yeah. they don't they don't mention anything. I kind of you know, listen, everybody has their way of doing their own show and, and everybody's kind of got the tempo of their own show. They got it down packed how they like to do it. Some people don't like to mix in the reality of the depression of COVID and unemployment stuff because they, they they just want to keep it to wrestling. Again, they want to keep that escapism for their audience and and not mix the two. But I, I, I the one thing I'll say about with me and Anthony doing stuff over the years and even me doing stuff with other people, we always kind of mixed it up because I think it all plays into each other. And I think people want to be able to relate. And, and exactly. uh, you know, and, yeah, I mean, you can talk wrestling, but I think uh, especially since COVID has affected wrestling where there's no exactly. crowd. In there. I mean, they have right. a, basically it's like a futuristic thing. That, like, dude. you know, yeah. I, and again, I don't like it either, but, and even listen, even if you watch AEW and you see the smatterings of fans that they allow in, it looks oh. ridiculous. There's like a, dude. here's, there's 50 empty rows, then five people, 60 empty rows, then 10 people. It looks ridiculous. It does I mean, look it does, ridiculous. It, it really it, does. Come on. You know, and, t- and, what's it? 10% capacity. I mean, come on. And and <laughs> and with AEW, like I can't stand their fan base, man. They got to be the. Oh, I shouldn't say this, but to me, they're like the 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 Mark version of Antifa, man. That's 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 kind of what they are. True, you know what I'm saying? To me, I don't know. What was your? I remember you saying this, and I keep forgetting the term Spiro, but it was mud mud something. What was it again? Or the a mud show, fucking listen, man. To me, you know, um, I hate to sound like fucking Jim Cornette, but I have to agree <laughs> with him when he says that AEW is just an outlaw mud show with fucking money. Okay. Yeah, that's that's pretty pretty, pretty much. much. Yeah, that's that's pretty much what it is. I mean, again, it's. Uh, I I think you know if they only really took a a real look at what they're watching. There's nothing unique about that show. There's nothing original about that show. It's as hokey as WWE is. It's as gimmicky as WWE is. You know, you got uh, like the uh, silly gimmicks and guys dancing with each other and and, then people, guys twerking and stuff. That's yeah, not that's, that's fail, man. Yeah, but but not not for nothing. I mean, that's not Luthez and Carl Gotch. You know <laughs> exactly. what I mean? I mean, what, that's it's 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 hokey, man. It's you got uh, what's his name uh, coming out drink drinking drinking a beer. Gee, gee where where have we seen the guy seen drink that? a beer before? <laughs> yeah, Jesus. where have we seen that before? Not only yeah, Steve exactly. Austin, but what about the Sandman back in? Yes, ECW? yes, exactly. I mean, exactly. They're not doing it. They're not doing anything original. It's listen. There's nothing original anymore. There's just that your take, just like in podcasting. There's no one's come along. Do it. Oh, I'm, I'm doing an all original show. I'm like, well, what does that even mean? Like, what does that mean? Heard, 
Uh, people have even exactly. offered me that. It's like, Kev, let's do something like really different. I'm like, well, what would be different? What are you gonna do? I, I don't think like, we're gonna do different. You know, like you know, Fuck each other on fucking I just, I think that that's. No, I want to be, I want to be unique and different. I'm like, we're gonna come up with like a gimmick. Oh. I'm like, every, everything, everything is a take on on something else. Same thing exactly. with the movie. I mean, Hollywood ran out of ideas. Oh, a long big time, time, dude! Oh my god. I can't it's, stand it, movies now like I used to when I, you know, years ago. There's nothing original. It's just, it's just a different spin on an old, on an old song and dance. You know, what I mean, it's, it's the sad same thing. though. It's sad, man. Like, but what do you do? I mean, that's life. <laughs> what, what can you do? No, that's life in general. I mean, just like the same thing. Like even uh, fashion is just recycled from. Uh, you know, even yeah. someone gets a, a new haircut. This is a completely original hairstyle that you can look oh. up and go, "Nope, they are 1947." Look, that guy's. <laughs> So again, it's just like, well, here's the whole thing. People, if you're not famous or if you didn't have a lot of camera time, you could probably get away with biting off of someone and they'll never know that you bit the style off of somebody because, you know, the person wasn't famous per se, but it was somebody from your neighborhood or some look that you liked or you like, yeah, like, like uh, the only, like even originality, you were talking about Spirit of the 70s. I was, and I've lately, I've been on this Kiss kick where I'm watching a lot of Kiss stuff. I was I'm a big fan. I was uh, listening to the audio book of Paul Stanley because I never got a chance to hear it. And I would just yep. was playing it throughout the day and listened to it. I found it to be really interesting. He, 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 he mixed no, uh, he, he took so many shots at his bandmates. It was unbelievable. But uh, I thought DT took shots at me. Wait, I was wait, like, wait, oh, he wait, wait. Paul Stanley, Paul Stanley. Yeah. He took shots. They all at have, me. man. Uh, well, they oh, all yeah. have, but Paul yeah. was, but Paul's like the leader of the thing. And I, I, yeah. I think he's a great talent. He's a very smart man. And, uh, but uh, again, I'm watching that, and and Kiss, even when they were doing their makeup, they were talking about uh, the Kabuki uh, Japanese, right. uh, you know, from the white That's on the face. Cool, yeah. And again, even wrestling today, and people think the New Japan guys who are new characters. I'm like, uh, hello, have you ever heard of Great Muda? Like, you exactly. know, or, exactly, uh, exactly. Antonio Inoki, uh, Jumbo yeah. Saruta. Yeah. There, there's, nothing is original. Not, oh, this move. You got to see this move is original. I'm like, that I saw in 1979. It's like, <laughs> no, no, no. This guy made it up. I'm like, no, he did. Even Bret Hart. The sharpshooter was Japanese, wasn't it? I mean, it, it was Sting. It, it, it was Sting. Japanese, but Sting was doing yes, it yes. in in 86 in Mid-South. Yep. But but people in New York never really saw that show. So again, so when Sting was doing that, I always ripping off Bret Hart. And I'm like, again, people don't even know history when uh, certain right. things like like the, the effeminate wrestling character. Everybody goes back to Gorgeous George, but there were actually guys who have teased that a little bit, but Gorgeous George became famous for it. But it was yeah. actually effeminate wrestling stuff has been done since the 1930s. Yeah, you know, guys so again, like Adrian Adonis, Adrian Street. Yeah, all, all those guys. All those well, guys. yeah, uh, Rico, Rico. Remember yeah. Rico with the yeah. sidelines? Oh, yeah. Rico Constantino. Yep. Uh, yep. So again, uh, like like what Sonny Kiss is doing, and people are saying, "Well, uh, Sonny Kiss is actually a real gay guy," and I'm like, well, "That doesn't change. Matter. It's still it it's matter. still gimmick. It's still gimmicky. It doesn't. It's a gimmick. It doesn't so matter. if if anything, it's easier for him to play that role because he's not acting. Exactly. That is that that is true, but it's funny you because know? again, I I I work obviously working in the club as I work with people who are who are gay and stuff, and goes, my friends going, that guy's setting us back about thirty years. I'm like, he goes, he goes, he goes, he goes. Let me put it this way: I'm a bartender. When was the last time you see me twerk for customers? I'm like, <laughs> I, I, I go. He goes, he goes. Who else in wrestling twerks? I'm like, 
Nobody. Uh, he goes, yeah. So why are they making the gay guy do it? And I go, I don't know. I don't book them. You know, so it's like, I, I, it's I, your I, fault, Kiv. No, but it's funny that someone yeah. who is gay would say that and say, no, I, you know, I can tell you right now, we think that's like a clownish kind of way to act. And uh, so it's funny. And they're trying to be like, oh, we're inclusive here. It's like, ah, you're kind of exploiting someone's sexuality. Yes. That's, that's yeah, all. Yeah, you're doing. Oh, 100%. That, that, you know, that, that, that's all you're doing. I wanted to ask you, Kevin, I get what Cody Rhodes and them are trying to do. They want to make it all inclusive but don't you think that by doing that okay yeah i get it the business has been exposed for years but don't you think that that further ex exposes it if it's even you know it's possible you know like w w when you got a, a fucking guy a one-legged guy in, in, in a battle royal when you got a guy with fucking who wrestles with his hands in his fucking pockets when you right. got oh, God. Yeah. these these other guys that look like fucking kids fighting these monsters. And, you know, it's, I don't know, man, you know, it just, to me, you're supposed to suspend with disbelief, but there's supposed to be an element of realism. It's like when it used to be, I mean, and, and even, you know, in the eighties, the seventies, people had an idea that this was pre-planned and all that shit, but they presented it to us as a combat sport exactly. you know man against man or fighting over a fucking paycheck etc nowadays it's turned into a, an over choreographed fucking spot fest you know i can't watch that shit man no i mean again you know and it's funny because everyone would be like you know cody rhodes is dusty Rhodes' son obviously and dusty right. was a booker and i'm sure he learned a lot from his father oh, no, was yeah, completely yeah. different it's completely different guy i've seen a different time I think what Cody Rhodes is just trying to, and, and he's done a good job in smoke and mirrors, uh, a certain <laughs> fan base. Listen, no a certain fan, a certain fan base was so disgruntled, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I deal with guys like this all the time in, in podcasting. I have like a friendly war that going back and forth, but we're actually friends in real life uh, with JD from New York because his fan base, oh, is so toxic. God, yeah. fan base is so toxic. Oh, God. And, and, and he's even want, he probably want to have me on the show, but he's like fearing like my warring with his fans would probably happen. <laughs> yeah, but it's not a war. I'm just going to basically keep it monotone and talk facts. And if they can't handle it, then they can X out of the fucking chat. So it's like, yeah. um, you know, you know, you know, again, you can't be like this you know let's talk about wrestling let's debate and then all of a sudden uh you curse me out because you can't figure out right. how to, how to silly, debate bro. me you know it's you can't silly, figure out how to debate me and and that should frustrate me more than it frustrates yeah. them because you're the one cursing at me i'm not cursing <laughs> at you I, I, i'm telling you why orange cassidy is not a future hall of famer you know what i mean that's it's <laughs> exactly it's, he wouldn't even get he would be absolutely lower mid card in wwe no oh, chance man. oh because because he's an aew guy no because he's not a fucking good wrestler he and hasn't shown anything so hard to push this guy as the next big thing it's like come on man you know it's Jesus. not gonna happen it, like i said here's the whole thing with wrestling you know you, you, it's an again the escapism part I, I, it's weird to me that everybody wants to have a guy who's like them. Well, we like Kevin Owens and Orange Cassidy because he's like a guy that it's like a friend of us, like a regular guy who just throws on a shirt and goes in the ring like me. But uh, it shouldn't have to. Be, it's not supposed to be like you. It's supposed to be That's special. Right. That's it's right. supposed to be. Special. Right. I don't. I don't. I don't want any of my friends 
to, to go in the <laughs> ring and just be able to run. I, I want them to be able to go through the training, the proper fucking protocol, being able to cut a promo, have charisma and deserve that spot to be a wrestling champion. Yep. I mean, the whole, the whole fact that you can't take your shirt off because you're not in, in wrestling shape is so ridiculous to me that it's like, <laughs> you know, I, I, I don't think Kevin Owens has ever been caught without a shirt on. I, I mean, it's I almost, think you're right. <laughs> just what I've Without the makeup, and same thing with Orange Cassidy. You won't see him take his shirt off. I mean, it's it's or that jacket that he wears. He wears a denim jacket in the ring, has his hands in his pockets most times. He's mostly in, he's mostly dressed every time he wrestles. So it's like that's not <laughs> supposed to be it. That means that anybody can do it. No, no, no. He's talented. Look at the look at the way he, he springboards off the ropes and does like a you know a, a one eighty. And I'm like, it's not that special. It's very one dimensional because he does it every time. He hasn't really. And everybody's anything. doing it. Yeah, and he knocked Chris Jericho into a vat of orange juice. It's like that's that was isn't, stupid. Is, isn't that the same stupidity that you claim the WWE was doing? What's the difference? <laughs> exactly. What's, the, what's the difference of that in a mud match with the girls? I don't get that. <laughs> what's the difference? At least the girls would keep uh, our interest. I think they think they're doing something against the grain, and and they they're not. They're they're just basically again, it's an old take. They've already thrown in the towel and all that. And again, anytime a WWE wrestler is free, they go and sign them. The revival were not over at all in WWE. The uh, WWE. They didn't care that they lost them. They didn't care that they lost Miro. It means nothing to them. Miro is a joke now, man. He's, he's a joke. He's 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 he, the best man. What is what kind of gimmick <laughs> the is this? You know, he's what a way he, to bring him in, right? Yeah, the, and he's got blonde. He's got black hair on the sides and blonde hair on the top. He looks like a fucking dope. It just, so it's like there's nothing cool. I, I again, I might be 52 and maybe I'm not the barometer of what's cool to a teenager, but I know what's cool in general. I know yeah. if someone gets a bad tattoo, I know that that's not cool. If someone <laughs> looks like, you know, someone's wearing a shirt that's buttoned all the way up and wearing their pants high, that's not <laughs> cool. I, I like someone telling me you don't know what's cool because of your age. I'm like, uh, yeah, I, I, I think you don't know what's cool. I think the problem is that those people have never been cool in their life so they the measuring stick of cool is by other nerds like them or other fucking da -da -da's, like we say in italian like them is they they never knew what's cool so they're trying to say no no this is in i'm like what's what's in no talent a regular look being a like, jerk off being a jerk off is in <laughs> I, exactly. I, I i can i can promise you that it's never been in in any decade that i've been alive so it's like, you know, I, I, and I don't really believe that that's the case. I believe that you're hanging in your circle and your AEW cheerleading circle. It's in break up that circle and go out and about and you'll find out that it's not in. And you know yeah, it's sad, dude. And the thing is, and I won't hold you guys up too much longer now because I know it's late for you guys, but that's the problem with the overall business. And it just proves, though, also that the minute guys leave WWE, and they've got some sort of creative control, like apparently they do in AEW. They don't know what the fuck that they're doing, man. They're doing it's just worse. Like even Kenny Omega and the Bucks. I mean, the Bucks, like, come on, man. Yeah, I, I, Kenny Omega to me is the least cool guy. Again, like with that, you know, like, uh, you know, tight, curly hair store that's never been in style. And again, just <laughs> I, I, the young bucks, I, I get, yeah, you know, I liked them when they were called the Midnight Rockers. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I, I remember the original young bucks, Shawn Michaels and Marty Exactly, Jimmy. exactly. I remember, I mean, the founded version. Yeah, the Fantastics, the Rockers, the Rock and Roll RPMs. This has been done. The oh, Hardy shit, Boys. The RPMs. Wow. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, again, I've seen this before, and and I know like it angers young fans. Oh yeah, of course there there goes the old days. Always Dude. better. It's not that it's better, but it's just your your new take on it isn't better. 
That's the whole thing. It's not that, listen, wrestling wasn't flawless back then. I went to plenty of matches of when of I course. used to go to yeah. Florida to visit my grandparents. I would go to the West Palm Beach Auditorium. And sometimes it was half filled. It wasn't the, the, the glory days when Dusty Rhodes and Blackjack Mulligan and my grandma weren't there. And the, the arena was kind of dead, to be honest with you. Yeah. Uh, when Kevin Sullivan left, it was like, you know, I was watching like, Terry Tyree pride in the opening match reverse, like El Gran Apollo. And only <laughs> I knew who they were because they were in the wrestling Tyree magazines. Pride, wow. Yeah. I mean, yeah. these are like old school guys, yep. but, but again, and I always say, and I, and I, and I, and I, and I'm a hard liner like this. I always tell people uh, when, when I hear a podcaster go, uh, yeah. Um, uh, the Von Eriks, but I'm not, I don't know who that is. I'm like, Oh, d- d- turning Enough. your podcast. You should, you should not be a wrestling pod. That is like a baseball <laughs> person going. Yeah. This guy, Dave Winfield, who used to be on the Yankees. Anybody know who that is? Like, I'd be like, I oh, dude, are you fucking kidding me? I'm you have a, you have an absolute obligation in my opinion, if you are even going to start a show, even on the smallest scale to know history, if you don't brush up on history before you press uh, record on your thing and go Absolutely. out to the masses because you're going to sound like a horse's ass. Shawn Michaels invented the super kick. No, he didn't. Chris Adams. <laughs> it's the, no, he didn't invent the super kick. Chris because Adams was doing it world class. No, you know what gets me, man, about about the whole. <clears throat> you don't know what's 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 cool thing is that bad gimmicks and hokey shit existed during our time too. Oh, it did. Yeah, remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember in the WWF, it's like they had some of the worst gimmicks. It turned me off. They had the fucking garbage man. They had the yeah, fucking that was in cop. the mid nineties. They had the fucking uh, what, what do you call them? The fucking uh, well, like the, the bookkeeper and the, the fucking. The they had every <laughs> job you can think of, man. They had a fucking well, based I mean, gimmick off of it, man. You, you know, know what's funny though? Like funny you said that, Spear, because. There has been some honky gimmicks over the years, but look at the Brooklyn Brawler, man, right? Back in the 80s and stuff. He didn't feel as honky as, like, the honky dudes. No, you know what I'm saying? No, no. Like, right. Well, I can, uh, I, could, I could tell you guys something funny. I, I told a story a while ago. So I'll make it short. Um, well, I went to the garden and um, was 87. And yeah. me and my brother and a bunch of uh, first timers uh, that we took our friends from band scene there. And they, you know, Ultimate Warrior was kind of coming up. He was new. He was wrestling. Was Warrior at the time still? Or? No, he was no, He was already Ultimate Warrior. Okay, it was like yeah. in fall. Of, he, he was in a feud with Hercules and they were doing a chain match. Oh, great. And, uh, and, and you know, Jake Roberts on the card and guys yeah. like that. And Brutus, Brutus Beefcake. Uh-huh. So uh, again, uh, and, and everyone, you know, Brutus was over. We go to the shirt stand. And, you know, they had cartoonish Ultimate Warrior show. It was like a cartoon. No one liked it. No one was into Hogan. The Jake Roberts shirt was pretty cool. And they were like, oh, let's see the, the Brutus Beefcake shirt. And the, the woman puts the shirt on the thing, and it says Beefcake on it. And the guys look at each other and go, I can't wear that. <laughs> it, says, it says Beefcake on it. I can't wear that. It's a man oh, with no man. shirt on. It says Beefcake. So it's so funny. Even, even then, again, with in our late teens, and we knew that that's not cool. Even in 1987, that wasn't cool to wear as a guy. Right. We were just like, yeah, I can't wear that. So I was like, and I remember even when the Bret Hart shirts first came out and they were hot, like pink. Yeah, the hot pink. Yeah. And, and again, we would like be frustrated, go, you don't have like a black shirt or something like that. Again, because <laughs> we, we, we knew that this is not going to fly outside of our little circle. We can't wear this out and about. So well, it was like that. That's what's funny when kids today talk about, oh, you don't know what's going. I'm like, even we, you, we do. It's just a different take on what's cool. 
You know what I'm saying? Because well, again, right. I, I can't imagine a, and nothing against, this is not anti-gay or anything sliding. Nah, uh, don't worry. <laughs> yeah. But, but it's, it, I cannot imagine a straight male, a guy who was like a, a girl chaser wearing a, <laughs> a sunny kiss shirt with a twerk on it. I couldn't, <laughs> oh, I, sh- show me a guy who's going to wear that and, and go out and about and wear that shirt. I, oh, I, 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 I don't, I don't see it. Is there somebody doing that right now? Sure. There's <laughs> Erica wearing that shirt right now. I know but, one person that, that would, and that would be Joe Biden. He'll, he'll throw that shit on. <laughs> he'll be like, if you don't vote for me, you ain't gay. But it's funny, but just in, like I said, being a regular guy, which is, seems to be a crime these days, just being a regular guy, right. you're saying, I like Sunny Kiss once upon, but I, I can't wear that. You know what I mean? I can, and oh, why? Why can't you wear that? Because it's, I, it's ridiculous. It doesn't d- define, oh, it's just a shirt. It, and no one wants to look like a fucking fool. You know what I'm yeah, saying? That's that, the, the bottom. Yeah. Unless you really just want to clown yourself and eh, make fun of me. I don't care. There are people like that who are like, yeah, is, make, yeah. make me the butt of your joke. But for the most part, when people go to buy some merch, they want it to look cool on them. That's the, the whole concept. That's to me. I don't know anybody who buys some people buy stuff to be supported, but the most time people want to rock something that people say, yo, where'd you get that shirt? Right. Where'd you get that band right. shirt? You know, if you're wearing something controversial, you're just looking to be like a lightning rod for heat, which I personally don't get. That's like people who, uh, in in our in my the metal scene, who used to wear "fuck Jesus" and some shit yeah. like with death metal shit, and I just think, but I just like would shake my head. I'm like, yeah, you, you, you're trying to get like the bad kind of heat, and I just like, ah, eh, come yeah, on, they're fifty, attention, man. That's a t- attention. Yeah, they have, they have, they have twenty. Yeah. They have twenty. The DSI has twenty different shirts. You have to get that shirt. So it's just like that would be exactly. like one of the kind of thing where we even like look at each other when someone walks in with something like that. You know, <laughs> fuck, you know, fuck Jesus Christ, and we're like, nah, okay, this guy's there's gonna be a fight tonight. You can just For tell. sure, man. For sure, and, and people, and, and people, yeah, and people will say it's my right to do that. But again, you kind of know when you're pushing the boundaries and exactly. stuff like that. And then, again, again, I, I think uh, I'm all for individuality, but not when again you're you're looking to just uh, cause a stir for yourself. If you, I mean, I mean, look, there's just people who want attention. It goes back to even social media. But but again, um, the barometer to me uh, in no decade would uh orange cassidy or sunny kiss or <laughs> joey joey janella be cool. oh, oh, nowhere darn. nowhere man i don't care if it's 1932 or uh it's 2027 <laughs> uh, yeah i, I don't I, again I, I don't know what anybody's talking about and i could just be you know again i feel kind of bad for the kids today because as it is they don't have cool music to listen exactly. to. exactly they don't know how it was for us to be growing up you know well, look, Eddie Van Halen died the other day, yes, and yeah, and, and right. dare I dare I say uh, about you know ninety percent of people under age twenty five don't know who that is, and that's kind of a that's sad man. And that's he's the greatest sad. guitarist of our of our generation. Who who's who's the new hot guitar artist out in the last twenty years? Name dude, him. I can't. You tell me. I can't. Yeah, I can't exactly. Even even from your even from your in your in your country, dude. Who is there's no one anybody? here. If where's someone, the new? Where's the new? Where's the new ACDC? Where are they? Exactly, exactly. You know? The last great Let band in my you. bubble. Yeah, go no, no. Sorry, it doesn't matter now. Go. No, no, no. It's all right. It's all right. Yeah. No, I was just gonna say, man. What you know? Has has there been a rock act in the mainstream that's not? you know, kiss or some, you know, I guns mean, and roses. Has, yeah. yeah, exactly. You know, you don't hear about any have a cool new name. main any new mainstream bands that play rock music, metal music. 
It's you died, man. It's died down big. No, they're, like, they're, all, they're all dying out. And like I said, there is no air. And again, ACDC guys, Judas Priest, they're all getting all the kiss. They're, Paul Stanley's 68. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. I mean, these guys are not going to. Even Paul's like, if we do a reunion, we're going to do it quick because Peter and Ace aren't going to be around much longer. So it's like, yeah. but but there's no heir apparent. There's no. There's, there's not even a replacement for, there's no new Motley Crue. That's why everyone's like, oh, I hope Motley Crue goes out again. I'm like, God, in 30 years, <laughs> there hasn't been a band who can capture what Motley Crue did. Was it that difficult to capture what these guys doing, playing basic rock but and roll it, with some theatrics? No one gives it. No, no one, no one does it anymore. But that's the thing. A uh, 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 kids that like, when I say kids, I'm talking about coming up in, in all like in music, professional wrestling, in sports, whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. Do they not give a shit, man? Like, as in, like, what is it? Like, what's happening? Is it just because Bro, of you know the like- the, the celebrities, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, our kids, what they call these days celebrities, are the YouTubers, the video yeah, gamers. Yeah, yes. yeah you yeah. know, it's like it's like okay, you know, okay. Granted, our parents said, "Listen, video games are never gonna amount to anything. You ain't <laughs> yeah, gonna make sure money." They were yeah. definitely wrong about that. They were, but, yeah. but at the end of the day, you know, is there, you know, you know, when you talk about the legends of fucking music, the legends of fucking boxing, the legends of wrestling, where are they now? You know, sad, under man. under the age of seventy or sixty and shit. It's yeah. true. It's, you know, you know, you know, you know why these guys have to keep going out because no one else is 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 making an impression. There's that band uh, Greta Van Fleet who sounds like Led Zeppelin but uh, again they're, they're not taking the world by storm they, they sell minimal amount of records I mean I'm in the industry and, and rock is dead I mean here in New York I manage a rock band rider and and they tour and they play all over the place but they even know that it's going to be minimal success if they even have any at all across the boards and they can't make a living out of it they all work other jobs and rock is just dead. Metal is still more popular, like heavy metal, Metallica, Judas Priest, Iron Maiden. But then yeah. again, those guys are getting on. Metallica are now exactly. over 60. Iron Maiden are near 70. Rob Halford is near 70. Wow. ACD, ACDC are near 70. You know, back in my day, my 70-year-old uncles, they, they came to the family parties <laughs> and they played, they played cards all night. You know, <laughs> same here, same here. Yeah, they, yeah, they sat in the, the, the card table and they played cards and they're like, oh, you kids go out, let us uh, play cards. They they weren't the they weren't the cool rock and rollers in the room. <laughs> so again, it's it's funny to me that everyone's like, God, I, I hope Metallica does another tour. I'm like, wouldn't it be great if somebody in their early 20s right now was the new Metallica coming up right. in the business? Oh, where are where are these fucking people? It's like you know there was for for a moment there were bands like Slipknot and Lamb of God who we thought were going to be yeah. huge, and then they come and go. Quite honestly, yeah, they well, like it's they, true. They they pretty much they were, they were a thing for a second, and then yeah, they're gone. But yeah. Not, you know, still get talked about sort of. They still like even Marilyn Manson, he was supposed to be the heir to the throne of Alice Cooper and, and his album just came out. It fucking tanked. Ugh. He just had a new album come out a couple of months ago. No one cares about him anymore. It's it's done. And even Alice is still out there playing at 74. He's still I around. Mean, yeah, it's true. Oh, he's, he's, he's a great dude. I met him a bunch of times. He, oh, and really? his, yeah. And I, yeah, I know his band really well. Um, But but uh, I, again, these guys are. And then when they pass away, everyone's like shocked. I'm like, they're all they're senior citizens. Yeah. This is what happens. Exactly. It's no different than your uncle Charlie dying at 72. That's right. You no, know, it's, it's again, we forget. And it's such a shame because I even say, wow, you know, if COVID didn't kill my industry, the, the bands themselves are killing it because there's no one taking the place of anybody. At least in at least in wrestling, there is some sort of crop of 
new generation. Yeah. Now they may not, they may not be the most dynamic, but <laughs> but at least but at least that's why it's like everyone should should be behind this Roman Reigns heel character getting over because we need another big star in the business to bring it back. So big his time. success. His success, and if The Rock agrees to wrestle at WrestleMania, that's going to be the That'll best be thing. Huge. Three million people—they they couldn't even get to a million and a half, and now they're back up to almost three million. Can you million. believe that? When you think we about should, it, though, let's yeah, think we about that cheer, for a second. Cheering it on, I know. It's crazy, man. And I hope the—I do think the Roman Reigns Rock match will actually eventually go down. It seems to be leading that way, right? It does, but I think Reigns and Rock. And I don't blame them. Are insistent upon a crowd. They're not going to do this in front of a. Yeah, see, and of I agree with that. I've, I've heard sure that. Agree with that. And I get it because Roman Reigns, you know, he had leukemia and stuff like that. But I'm hearing he doesn't want to wrestle certain wrestlers, and he only wants to wrestle certain guys. Um, when you know what about that? The way things are these days, the crop of talent. I don't blame him to be honest, because you're finally getting the recognition that you deserved for many years and they're going to waste him away with somebody that shouldn't even be deemed as a fucking challenger. Can you imagine if, if when he broke away from the shield, if they let him be fucking heel Roman Reigns right now, he'd be a monster face, bro. He would, you know, I don't want to go as far as to say that he'd be at the same level as the fucking rock or fucking stone cold, but he would definitely be that face that the business so desperately needs right now. Yeah. And, and, you know, and he will eventually when he, when he turns again, that's why I got such shit for supporting him over the years. You did. I, I remember you that. Did, you I, I got, did. I got, yeah. I remember that. I got <laughs> massive shit. So now everyone's like, Oh, do you feel justified? Now I'm like, no, because, but again, I, again, I was coming from a business perspective for people to say, there were people a couple of years ago, like fire him. I'm like, fire him. I mean, again, I'm like, you don't see the, the forest before the trees. You don't see that this guy is money. He, ah, he's got nothing. He's got no, I'm like, you're wrong. And plus he grew up in a family. You don't think he knows the exactly, business. Exactly. It's like, come on, man. It's like, this isn't David flair. This oh, is not gosh. that kind of situation. Flair, and not for nothing. If you're, you're a promoter and you look at that dude and go, that guy's money. Like you yeah, could just tell money, man. And, and, and now his three shirts are number one, two, and three top seller in all of wrestling, <laughs> including over AEW shirts, that head of the table shirt is selling like crazy. And the fucking tribal chief shirt that they're now putting out. So again, it's like, I knew it that all they had to do. Well, well, he had to turn bad. Well, yeah, but that was, that was going to happen eventually anyway, but everybody well, was so well, it took five years. It is. Yes, it did take it five did, years, yeah. but, but again, it hit at the right time. And people are like, well, here's the problem. Once crowds come back, he's going to get cheered and they're going to force them. They're going to force them as a baby face, just like they did with Austin and the rock. Once and the they rock, started cheering yeah. them, they turned them. I'm like, I think reigns wants to be a heel for a while. He doesn't want to turn anytime soon. Right. And we, I'm assuming my guesstimation is there will be, there won't be a crowd for survivor series, but there will no, be no. a crowd for, I believe there will be a crowd for Royal rumble. That's my, opinion. I hope so. Like, <laughs> cause it's suffering. It it's, it's suffering big time without a fan base. I'll sort of like I'll, I'll ask you a question to end it off, but um, sure. But before I do that, what I was going to ask you, like, what's your opinion on the overall business? Is it going to be fans are, are fans allowed to even meet wrestlers anymore? And I'm not talking about via Zoom or Skype. I mean, actually, are you asking? Are Are you asking Kevin what his opinion of the overall business is? The 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 actual state of it? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. 
like right now, I think like anything else, they're trying their best. And listen, wrestling was the only thing that was putting on new product, That's you know, true. even before the NFL and the NBA. Now, look, the NBA just now, they had everybody in a bubble, granted, and they had no cases of COVID at all. Not one. Do you not find one. that strange, though? It's, I, I find it strange. Yeah. I find it. It's but you can't put everybody in a bubble like that. I mean, and then, you know, I, again, you wrestling, can't. wrestling, wrestling depends on a crowd. And, and I think the wrestlers after a while are going to be like, wow, I, I really, you know, this is really getting depressing. I think it's going to take people off their game, but I think that McMahon and, and them have already met and said, listen, crowds are coming back slowly, but surely we're going to have people back in Florida. They did lift the restrictions. They could right now, if they wanted to, again, all my brothers live in Florida. I have more family in Florida than I do in New York. So I yeah. know all about Florida. I have my, my tattoo artist lives in Florida. I, oh, I'm always, tattoo I'm, artist. I'm always in touch with everybody in Florida. Yep. So they, they even said, dude, I wish you were out here. No, well, Lucky 13 was going to open up a club in Florida, another branch of the club out in, uh, in Orlando. But yeah. that fell through when this COVID thing happened to put the money back into the club in Brooklyn and keep all, our home base open. So now that project is off. But um, so the Florida is always in the mix with me every day. I talk to people from Florida and they're like, oh, it's too bad you're not a booker down here. They're having shows. I go, yeah, but what's no restrictions? I was like, no restrictions. Masks, man, not mandatory, uh, require, you know, asked, but not enforced. Yeah. I'm like, really? My brother's like, yeah, but you know, there's going to be a spike again. Then they're going to shut it down. But for right now, they're, they're booking concerts. So touring bands are actually going to be playing Florida starting in January. Um, now that could trickle over and, and, and affect New York. It depends on the, the cases and stuff, but Florida, uh, is a lot more open-minded to, uh, you know, and also the weather is better out there. It's a lot more, everything, a lot more outdoorsy things out there. Outdoor dining is, is year round in Florida. You know what I mean? Cause yeah. even when it's, when you know a cool a cool temperature at night in Florida would be in the the low sixties, you know high fifties. Yep, yep. Here in New York, it's going to be in the twenties in a couple of months. Yeah, you can't have yeah a concert outside at this point in New York is not till next April. You, you yeah, can't do no it. Doubt. It's it's not possible. But in but so if WWE keeps it Florida based or or South based, uh, certain states will be open. Nevada, they can probably have a con they can have a a big wrestling event in Nevada, which would be wide open in the new year. So there's different states that'll have different laws where WWE can hold the Royal Rumble in front of a full capacity. They yeah, can have people sucks. wear masks and stuff like that. Listen, they can have people one you know each apart, maybe three feet of six feet apart is impossible, but maybe they can do three feet apart spaces. But there are states that are ready or in play. To Talking to the WWE about hosting their the, the WrestleMania in California is off uh, for March. They're looking for a new place to have WrestleMania. Oh, Let's hope they're not in the performance in anymore because that really. No, no, no. I, but I think WrestleMania will wind up in in somewhere in the South at the, or, or somewhere in the Midwest uh, in an area that's uh, open space. I, I think it'll see the thing. Obviously, in California and Florida for WrestleMania, because they know that at least it'll be warm temperatures in the climate. Yeah. Uh, they could probably go to Arizona or they could probably go to Nevada if California nixes it. They can go to Texas. Is Watch Texas open? Good, good weather. Texas is is half open. It depends okay. on where you right. are in Dallas or Houston. Yeah. Um, but but. Florida is really the most freedom, but WWE is still not letting people in because they're comfortable with the format they have now with the, I know we all hate the TV screens and everything, but oh, they're, they're, they're comfortable with it now. And they, they re-upped their lease for another six weeks. Yeah. I just, I read so, that yesterday. Yeah. So they'll be there for the survivor series for Halloween havoc and all that stuff. 
Uh, December is a pay-per-view. I can't remember what they do in December. Maybe you, one of you guys remembers. But they used I thought to it was Armageddon, wasn't it? <laughs> I think it's, it's Armageddon, yeah. yeah. It might, no, it might be. I don't know what it is in December. But obviously, Royal Rumble's at the end of January. I would say bet dollars to donuts they will have a full house live crowd at the royal rumble at the end of january somewhere in the south maybe even in vegas uh in the southwest maybe but it's not going to be the east northeast is yeah pursued, northeast is pursued on grata till next spring you know <laughs> that's so sad I mean, too because that's where the hot crowds are at you know what i mean pretty much we're getting yeah we're getting nothing i mean here's the thing i i found this out yesterday and I don't know what it means for us yet, and I hope that's not the case, even though this is Broadway. Broadway is not officially going to reopen till May 1st next year. Wow. Okay? So May, Broadway and off-Broadway wow. will be open as of May. So everyone's like, well, wait a second. Does that mean March is out for you guys? So now you guys bump to May too? I'm like, no. Well, the Broadway is different from a, a, a local band shows at a pub. It's not the same yeah. fucking thing. Oh, you know, and broad, Broadway ones every night, rehearsals day in, day out. It's different. You have people also remember in Broadway, the, the tourism, uh, people are coming from all over the world to see That's those right. plays. People, people are getting on planes, coming there from the airport. You don't even know where they, they've been or what country they're coming through. If they Again, there's a lot more to worry about in Broadway because it's such a mixed international audience. Well, I was going to ask local, you that. Local, local pubs with people, New Yorkers, it's a little bit different. So I don't know the rules, but I do know Broadway and, and uh, off-Broadway plays uh, take effect May 1st. So that's, that's a long that's, way, man. That's a, that's that is a long, a long way. way. Go, that, that's yeah. that's bad, man. I mean, like people from overseas can still come in into New York. Uh, I'm not. Sure, I'm not even sure what the rules are with with uh, flying right now. I'm, I'm I'm interested to see what they're going to allow for uh, for Thanksgiving again. You got the doctor on to, 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 to telling people to not to have Thanksgiving, and I'm yeah, like, well. Oh, yeah, over Christ. here, okay. over here, it's like the, Gr- the Grim Reaper, man. It's it's uh, sad, man. It's bad, and I I can't get out of the state here. Like I'm not allowed to even go into like upstate. There's checkpoints everywhere. I definitely learned some new things tonight because I had no idea it was worse by you than here in New yeah, York. But, I mean, but, I, do do you really want to be disgusted? Sure. <laughs> How many? Yeah, get this. How many cases do you think we we're averaging every day here? How many? Twelve. That's it. Can oh, you believe that shit? We were. What were they, what, 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 what are they expecting? I mean, they but, want zero, dude. <laughs> they want not, zero. But, it's, but it's not possible to have it's zero not, with it's common cold. It's not. It's not possible to have zero with chicken pox and water. <laughs> it's you know? not, that's why I don't get it, man. Like by now, people are fed up, man. By this point, we should be allowed to do whatever the fuck we want, man. Instead, they want to sit here Jeez. till zero. A couple of months back, it was getting to about you know a thousand cases a day, but it trickled all the way to twelve, and they're calling it COVID normal, and which I don't like hearing because what does that even mean? Well, let me ask you two guys: like, uh, what's the? Re- do you guys know people who have uh, passed away from COVID? You read my mind. For yes. me, yeah, you have Spiro, haven't you? But for me, I didn't know no one until recently. One of my close friends' brother actually got it and was rushed like to hospital but he's fine now what uh how old was the person you know who the people you know who passed were they older people okay yep yeah they were like 40s 50s you know what i'm saying um out of the the blue or were they sick people uh it's kind of some of them yeah you know what man some of them i knew some of them were friends of friends but you know most of them did already have like a a condition or something right you know what i'm saying 
I mean, at the end of the day, man, it, it, it's something that has affected people in different ways. Some True. people have compared it to the flu. Yeah. When Trump compared it to the flu, a lot of the people, including those who had compared it to the flu, started fucking crying about, oh, you know, man, how fucking dare you? Shame on you. This is not the flu. You know, it's again, you know, at the end of the day, man, everybody has a, a different experience. You're not allowed to have your own experience. So when somebody comes out with somebody with something that doesn't match up to someone else's opinion, you know, then it's time to go to war and shit. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Well, that's the whole thing. I think it's not, you know, I, I was telling somebody the other day who was talking about, um, how people, you know, after now six or seven months and it kind of pissed me off. I was on a, a Skype thing with a couple of people the other day, just talking, uh, like club business stuff for the future. And someone's like, well, you know, we had seven months at this point. We should kind of know, uh, you know, people should, you know, at this point uh, have the mindset of this is how it is. And this is the new way. I'm like, really? I go, first of all, it's not one size fits all. Everyone doesn't think or feel the same. Everybody's situation right. is different. Everybody didn't save for a rainy day. And I got news for you. I can promise you that no one in our business has ever sat around. I got a big pop for this, by the way. I, I told <laughs> everyone, I told everyone on the Skype, there was about maybe seven of us. And I says, no one in the business in 28 years I'm in has ever sat at a table. We have talked about hurricanes. We have talked about floods, yeah. fires, cancellations. Not one person had said, hey, uh, Kev, what if we have a pandemic? <laughs> I was like, never happened. Never happened in 28 years. Did anybody say, what would we do in a worldwide pandemic? So for you to say we should all be mentally uh, sound with this at this point and accept this as the new way. Uh, what are you talking about? This is a, this still an unusual once in a lifetime situation. What are you yeah. talking yeah, about? Fuck that just, I thought that was a ridiculous, exactly. like, like, Oh, at this point, everyone's just got to fucking accept it. I was like, accept what, what are you talking about? You know, I, I, don't, I don't even know what that even means. I got like really pissed at this guy. And, 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 and he's like, Oh, I think you, you're, you're taking it wrong. I'm like, no, you're making like, it's annoying that we're all fearing and frustrated you're about our bad, jobs. Dude. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I says, I have every right. I says, you know, you're how long are you in the business? Six years. I'm in a 28. I says, it's easy for you to call it a day. Not as easy for me. So excuse me, I'm holding out hope. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, you know, I mean, I, I hate that. I'm like, listen, you know, if you're going to be a Debbie Downer, I really want nothing to do with that. I, I do the same thing on podcasts. I'm not going to do a doom and gloom show. I mean, again, why, why would anybody want to listen to that? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's like, it's all over. Kiss your kids goodbye. It's all, we're all going to count. We're all dead. We all probably have it in our it's system bad. already. It's like, dude, shut up. You don't even know what you're talking about. It's like, and the funny thing is that guy will live to be 95 years old. That's the sad part, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll 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 get we'll get hit by a bus, and that guy will live to be ninety five. Oh man, it's just look, man. I'm just I'm just over it. I just want to be able to do what I want. You know what I mean? Again, and just I just even just to go to the mall, I just want to do that. You you know, and I'll be yeah, happy. The little things, you know. I, again, we, we go to the shopping center over here. I haven't really been out and about beyond that. I've been to Lucky Thirteen a couple of times when it was empty, and we were filming a video for one of the bands. I went there for a meeting, and uh, you know, we were all apart on tables. I went there to do a podcast uh, yeah. live from the club. Other than that, I haven't been anywhere. I haven't had anybody in my house. I haven't seen my mother all year. Oh, so you uh, haven't actually been able to see your mom at all. No, I saw my mom outside of a car and she was across the road and she was uh, behind a gate because her, her, her boyfriend was sick. 
So oh, we shit. talking from from a, uh, across the street. Oh, God. It's just like I, I said, I can't even go to see my mother. Yeah, I haven't physically hugged my mother since Christmas. That's uh, the, I, I, yeah, no, I, I haven't seen her. I got a doctor's appointment that's in her neighborhood. I, every end of October, I take a physical, uh, which is about two blocks from our house. And we usually have dinner. And we're not, we're not doing that this year. So she's like, well, call me when you're in the area. I'm like, well, I can call you anytime. It doesn't matter. I'm not going to see you. What's what I have to call you for? So uh, uh, again, right. I, and, and and she's like, well, let's hold out hope for Christmas. I go, my, I think it's going to be one full year before we get together again. And and again, she's not getting any younger, but that's the story of a lot of people. I mean, it is what it uh, is. Yeah. Yeah. It is what it is. And there's, there's uh, again, because it, it hasn't in me, me too. What if like, you know, I was around somebody and, oh, I was in a club and I, did I watch, did I watch? my hands right away when i came home i can't remember it makes you like paranoid that you don't want to uh, get an older person sick or you know what i mean it's uh even if you're wearing a mask and stuff you think of uh uh some something you might have touched or you're in the bathroom or you know you touched a towel uh, you, you almost start becoming paranoid so it's almost like it's better off not even visiting anybody at this point you know not even going into anybody's house and no one has even been in this house at all i think even the, well the ups guys to drop stuff off outside the door we don't even let anybody in the hallway of this uh that's three family house no one even comes in the hallway anymore who doesn't live here so again uh, it's changed the game with everybody really you know, but hopefully again, you know, here we are. What is it? What is it? Uh, the 10th? What's today's date? I don't even know. Um, October. We're in the, almost in the second week. Um, we'll see what happens. I, I think, again, I think a lot, a lot depends on this election. Uh, miracles seem to be able to might happen after uh, the first week of November. We'll see what happens. Though. Let's hope so, man. But anyway, I think, I think we'll end it right here because we went sure. over, uh, whew, over two hours. I think, I think it was 16 hours. We went. <laughs> you hour probably here. did. I feel bad for you guys, man, because nah, that's so it's all good. Thanks for having me. I had a good time tonight. I had a better nah, time than I had, I had a better time tonight than I had on my other show that I was on for 13 years. Jeez. So, that's oh, awesome. God. I appreciate that, Kev, man. That means a lot to me, dude. Because he's my yeah, first time, man. Anytime. Would anytime. you seriously? Sure, absolutely. And you guys really saved my butt. Put it that way. <laughs> nah, so it's all it's all good. Like I said, it's just growing pains and uh, you, you know, you get into the flow of stuff and you'll never really, it's good to be like uh cross-sectional with subjects because then you'll never run out of things to talk about. Oh, no exactly. doubt for sure. And that's what I enjoyed about tonight, man. Absolutely. All right, guys. Well, like I said, we ended right here. Thanks for, for coming on both of you. Yes, and I look forward to the future, man.
people have allowed me to. Woo! And Ric Flair, Nature Boy. Let me leave you with this. One way to hurt Ric Flair is to take what he cherishes more than anything in the world. That's the world's heavyweight title. I'm gonna take it, I've been there twice. This time when I take it, daddy, I'm gonna take it for you. Let's gather for it. Don't let me down now, cause I came back for you. For that man up there that died 10, 12 years ago and never got the opportunity to see a real world champion. I'm proud of you, thank God I have you. And I love you. I love you! The American Dream, Dusty Rhodes fan. I don't expect these people to understand this. But this explanation isn't for them. This is for you. Because you see, Daniel Bryan committed an act of betrayal. But but that act was not last Tuesday, no. That act of betrayal was nearly three years ago when Daniel Bryan stood in front of all these people and announced his retirement. Emergence after that match. And there has been. You see, the old Daniel Bryan, the Daniel Bryan, that these people loved. That Daniel Bryan is dead. The Yes Movement is dead. This podcast was brought to you by the Rational Rage Network.